0: Alright, hello, and welcome back to the Fun Filter podcast. Or just two. Yes. Welcome. What? They might not have listened before, so might just be welcome too. We've got six listeners, Sam. Come on. Yeah, but the the seventh might feel left out by what you just said. Hi, number seven. There you are. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, I'm once again joined by Sam. Hello. And Jordan.
1: I think death would be more terrifying if it only happened to some people.
2: (laughs) What? Do Do you think this? He, he, he's gotta he's gotta have like I uh, I don't know, what's the right word a, 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 a spanner alright spanner no, not a point a spanner even when he's not doing the introduction go on what, what are you on about do you not think that I, I forgot what you said I think death would be more
1: terrifying if it only happened to some people because it's a terrifying thing like it's going to happen to all of us but there's almost a comfort knowing that I'm more scared of death well no but there's, there's a comfort in knowing that oh it's going to happen to everyone Right. But can you imagine going through life thinking, I might die before I'm 40, or I might live forever. I have no idea.
2: But you're still living... You could die before you're 40, or you could die before you're 30, or you could die before you're 80. Yeah, yeah,
1: but you know, like, oh, 100 years from now, I'm not going
2: to be here.
0: Yeah, that is certain.
2: Yeah, that is certain.
0: Yeah. But imagine... I mean, with like oh I, with I I could... technology, not necessarily. <laughs> I yeah. I think we were born too
2: early. I think if we were born now, maybe you could get to 100 based on developments... But we, I think we've already
0: fucked our bodies up. Oh yeah, we we
1: point. are making it past the yeah. past the fifties. <laughs> we, we build
0: uh, No, sorry. we can't. We can't. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, I did. I was having a conversation the other day, and I said I did have a thing of if, like, say, like time travel and like aliens and stuff are all like like a real thing. Mm. I said they they will have discovered them in the future, and they've realised they can't go back beyond a certain level because they just don't trust us. Well, that's the, yeah, that's the biggest
2: thing to describe at time travel isn't it that'll never be invented because no one's ever come back I also, say oh maybe they have and you just don't know why and, right. and then I'm just going or maybe no, no, no. they have and right okay
0: right the 2020s aren't worth going back to yeah. so we'll just why, We'll, yeah, we'll yeah, ignore that
2: also no other period in human history okay yeah, well, no, right. no but
0: I'm, I'm saying what if there's a like in the future there is a law that says they can't go back to a certain point right. because they just can't trust us to, right to handle, or maybe, to, to or like, maybe
1: it should be encouraging. Like, imagine how great the 2030s are, are going to be if the people from the future think right. Anything before 2030 is just not revisited. Yeah, Martin Luther King, fucking Lord all revisiting. all of this great shit that's happened. Yeah, it, well, I mean, it pales
0: I, in comparison. No, but the fa- In 2030, Oprah is going to be the Pope. So, oh, the Pope. All right, <laughs> <laughs> not even <if> the <laughs> Pope she's going to be the Pope.
2: A far more important position in the world today. Well maybe not by that point (laughs) I read an interview with a sci-fi writer and he said that time travel wasn't science fiction because uh, science fiction still has to operate within the bounds of credible science Mm. so the idea of science is that you can you can write you know fictitious stories but the science has to be feasible so, even if not pro- currently provable it has to be feasible whereas time travel is it's an impossibility so time travel would be science fantasy It'd be just fantasy I
0: guess oh, mm, straight yeah. fantasy okay. because there's always the thing of like there's no smoke without fire so something comes from something so like the idea of aliens comes from Possible seeing things in the sky and possible crashes, basically. Yeah. Time travel comes from just an idea in like what I'm guessing a comic at some point someone came up with that idea. I mean, I, I, it's, you know,
2: we try. It's time and space is the is the physics thing, mm. right? Time and space, and so we travel everywhere through space. So I guess mm. it came from what if we could travel through time. Mm. Yeah,
0: because I'm assu- I'm assuming in like the 60s they they like they like tried to see if they could invent. It.
2: I, I mean I wouldn't be surprised if there are people now researching
0: possibilities in fact
2: I almost there almost certainly are just mm. a
0: guy called Dave working in a lab yeah you know, <laughs> Dave my <laughs> was the time travel
2: but um, I guess the time machine HG Wells like mm. the late 1800s that would have been the mm. birth of time travel as an obsession um, but obviously it's it, it's never going to happen no it's not um, but I wasn't talking about time travel no he's talking about death, death. yes what yes. about death well, I've already proposed my thesis. Death would be more terrifying if it only happened to some people. Yeah. Um. No. 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 Why? <laughs> I don't know why it would be more terrifying. Well, because because there's the, you now exist in the possibility of you living forever. But That's exa- exactly the point. It's the possibility. Like
1: I could be dead soon. Yeah. Or I could live forever. Would I that, could live. Forever, would that make it? But terrifying? my wife could die. Like you know, there's no certainty anymore. Well, you have
2: the, hope. the thing is like you're always trying to fracture my hypotheticals okay. so i have some questions for you go on is it a case that some people die it's it's totally arbitrary mm-hmm. or is it like you live forever unless you are killed or die from something no you can you can die of unnatural means
1: okay i'm talking about natural death some
2: people die naturally and some people don't yes why because that's what I'm asking you <laughs> no no I guess you are gonna do it to me tip for tap the problem is
1: if we get caught up in the in the the lore of this hypothetical the no, mechanics of it you can easily shut this down we're gonna just get entangled in that no, no, and the original point will down. disappear I
2: just wanna know it, you're basically saying it's random yeah just some people die and some don't yeah okay fine it's the same same
1: reason some people die before they're 40 some people live to their 100
2: yeah but there are factors there are reasons people die before they're 40 okay it's not completely we don't know why some people die Mm. and some people don't but that's what you're saying this hypothetical is yeah some do and some don't we don't know why yeah okay would it be more Well, the profound? reason the reason that we age, yeah, right,
1: is that um, our cells Well, matter decays, yeah, matter decays, yeah, but our cells regenerate themselves, yeah. Um, but like after a certain point, is it after like twenty seven? We stop. Your brain stops developing. Your Brain stops developing. Right, I'm going to shut this window because no, right. cars and birds have not stopped since okay. we started.
2: If it gets too warm, we will have to reopen it though. Okay. Sorry, this this should be.
1: Uh, it should be better. It should be better now. Um, oh,
2: don't fucking do that! Just because I wanted the window open, like,
1: oh, sorry, listeners, I was no, the no, one no, no, looking like, out for you. No, they don't know that, though. They don't. No, know that, I know. They don't I know, know this, but, uh, but I know we that we just sounded unprofessional.
2: But that. I know that, and that was a little dig. It was like, a little oh, it's dig. No better, it was a little dig. It's it was. Not. It was inform. It was giving the audience context mm. because context matters, Sam. You didn't give them context. I did. You didn't say that I wanted the window open, and you didn't. That's context. Okay, well, I meant to. I meant to okay, give them that information. Right, okay, we well, didn't. Continue. Okay my
0: apologies that's right. <laughs> can I just quickly point out right you know when he, you started saying about the fact that he, he liked to like shatter like yes, your hypotheticals. Hypo- hypo- hypotheticals I genuinely thought you were just going to turn around and shatter his by saying that he didn't have a wife okay,
2: okay. <laughs> I just, I, I just saw that's where you not were, even in the
0: hypothetical
1: <laughs> I thought you were just going to turn around Sam and shatter him um, Sam I have a hypothetical <laughs> <laughs> shut up.
2: Right, where were we in this? What?
1: We're not even 10 minutes in. We, yeah, we, so
2: we haven't started talking We've about discussed yet.
1: death as, like, the first thing. Well, you get ease, ease them in slowly, you know? Right, where, where, where we? were we? <laughs> them them this slowly going to be death?
0: an upbeat podcast.
1: Um, I think I was saying, like, the reason that we age is because after a certain point, our body stops producing cells quickly enough or something right. like that. Um, and also there's, like... um. When it recreates ourselves, it recreates them as they were. It doesn't recreate like a um, a perfect version I, of that cell. I'm it's not, so like if the cell is already damaged, it will yeah. recreate a damaged cell. Yeah. Right. It doesn't repair itself. I'm in not respect. qualified to talk in depth about all this stuff. I'm not entirely sure yeah. that I'm on the right lines. Yeah. But basically, there is like a natural, there are obviously natural processes that repair our body. Yeah, yeah. But and those natural processes. They slow. Flow. Yeah, yes. they eventually fail us. Yes. So some people, those processes don't fail them. That's why they in live this, in this, in this that's why they
2: live forever, is because right. some people just age properly. Some people just get cancer and some people don't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't find it any more terrifying. I would. Why?
1: Well, because I might have forever yeah. to do whatever I want. Right. To have my, you know, my career in film and to, you know, live with people yeah. that I love and stuff like that. But like it's not just the fact that like, oh, I could die tomorrow like my my you could die tomorrow my you know my girlfriend could die tomorrow anything like that
2: he doesn't have a girlfriend I try,
1: I
3: try yeah, try. yeah thank you um
2: yes but again you, you live in that reality now of I could die tomorrow yeah it doesn't feel like it because there's a finite cap yeah as you see like I'm getting to like 80 and past that, like you know, but that's the comfort
1: is because like when, when I, I suppose when we get to like middle aged and probably like you know our fifties and our sixties if we even get there, right? Like it'll become a more real possibility. Now that we're sort of in our twenties, it's like oh yeah, death's a thing that yeah you don't really have to worry about that, you know?
2: Well, not re- I mean,
1: it'll, it'll come eventually. It's but It's indi- not an
2: immediate concern. Well, it's individual experience, isn't it? Like yeah. I don't I don't want to make it serious, but yeah. like I have lived under the spectre of what I thought might have been death. Yeah. For a year. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So I have been thinking about it fairly constantly. Yes. So, like, now, it doesn't seem like a faraway place, necessarily. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I know what you're saying. Um, but that's but- the thing. Like,
1: I, I imagine, to me, obviously, we have different... Yeah. Uh, you you have to have an opinion on this, Eddie. We will come to you. Because you haven't said anything yet. It hasn't, yeah. it hasn't passed me by. But, yeah, I would imagine that, like, living in that, in that state of, like, um, oh, there's hope that I won't die... Right. Like I imagine it would be you would be constantly living in that specter like you were for that year. You'd be constantly living in terror because like, oh yeah. it, it could it could happen now. Yes or it could never happen.
2: Yeah. There's 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 an expression you die ne- before you die. Exactly, yeah. Uh yeah, face it before Yeah. It's going to happen. And the possibility you that you will never it.
1: have to face it would just kind of leave you unprepared for it if it ever shows
2: up. But sure you'd still uh, know, so like, there's that cliche: "Live as if today's your last day," sort of thing. Mm. Which you, you, because it could be, yeah, yeah, that would still be the case. I think you you wouldn't fundamentally change how you live because okay. you would just think I could still die tomorrow, yeah, or I could die because it'd still be a mean, right? Yeah, yeah, like most people die die around this age, yeah, yeah, uh, unless it was totally random. Well, it is totally random,
1: right? Okay. Well, no, no. I suppose if we're going on the theory that some people's cells correctly repair themselves. Mm then some people would never die naturally. But
2: the, So, like, obviously, children can get cancer and die. Yeah. This is a fun podcast. Yes. Um, this is this is exactly what I was hoping yeah, for. Children can get With cancer this fun hypothetical <laughs> to open the podcast. <laughs> children get cancer and die. But the odds are that you're not going to die until you're in your old age. Yeah. If you're saying there are no odds in this universe, where you, yeah. it can be any time, mm. would it be more terrifying? I don't know. Because you're born into that reality. And so your mindset is necessarily different yeah you're kind of like accustomed to that yeah it's like okay i just i just life would be even more rich because you would truly live yeah as if today was your last day rather than like well the odds are i'm not going to yeah odds are out the window and so it would just be i've got to enjoy it while i'm here
1: as someone though who obviously, well i say as someone we all don't live in that reality no but i don't know just the thought like you
2: know I don't see how you could constantly be checking, like, oh, I'm 100 today. So I, I'm still going. I suppose if it shifted, if all of a sudden there was a click, there was a Thanos click, yeah, and now it's totally... Your odds, there are no more... The percentages are off now. Mm. It could be That would be more terrifying. Mm. You know, you just roll the dice one day and, and you're going to be dead. Yeah. but or, if or you might not die at all. Or you might not die at all. Yeah. But if you're born into it, I think that's a different story. Right, okay. In answer to your question, if that became the case now... I would be more terrified If
1: we randomly made the jump yes. to that.
2: What it if... It would be more terrifying. But
1: if we were born into that, you don't think it would mean anything to you?
2: No, because I just think your, your the psychology would be fundamentally different.
0: Okay. Thoughts, Eddie? Well, I think in, in that situation, I would be more afraid of living forever. Yeah. See, the because, only reason I would
1: be afraid of living forever... I mean, you know... There is that feel like oh you wouldn't get anything done. Can you kill yourself?
2: You can. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So um, like you, if you live to be two hundred, would just off yourself. Like you know our bodies are made in a way that we're meant to die. Yes. So the idea of being like eight hundred years old, nah. Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. Like my, sp- my only worry Holmes. about that
1: is the fact that like you wouldn't get anything done. Like we're in our twenties now, and we
0: don't get shit. But done also, because there's no hey, like speak real- for yourself. <laughs> no, if we're going by oh, this lockdown, very semi-productively. If oh, yes? we're going
2: by this fantastical notion of uh, that that the process of cell death doesn't happen to you. Mm then you would stay 27 forever, basically, right? Yeah, but that, so you, yeah, you, that's... So, yeah, that's a right, thought. I don't
1: actually know in this... I
2: assume, yeah. Yeah, you, you think just, 800. You think, like, a Merlin, like Yeah. But you wouldn't necessarily be there. Yeah, yeah be you wouldn't... Just you, be a saggy sack on the fucking floor. You, no, you would just be you. Yeah. Now, basically, but just more world-weary.
0: <laughs> I like yeah yeah no yeah so I've experience. got 800 years worth of dealing with the shit that goes on out there no thanks but also yeah I'd um, still fucking top myself sort of
1: jumping ahead a little bit to our Doctor Who discussion one of the ep- well a couple of the episodes um, deals with a character who's been gifted with immortality or cursed with immortality mm. and in that episode she has children who die and she says <laughs> yes. she specifically says right no more children yeah can't yeah. be doing with that mm. that's the other thing I would fear is live is choosing to share a life with somebody who
2: ends up being one of the unlucky people who died. I've never seen that portrayed convincingly. I've never seen... I've seen it done pretty well. Mm. But like vampires and stuff like Mm. that, where they've lived for thousands of years. I've never seen a portrayal of someone that old and thought, yes, I imagine that is how you would behave if you were that... Do you know what I mean? It's always like, oh, I've seen things. I don't know. I just don't buy it. I don't Mm. know what it looks like. I think I know it when I... See it
1: well. I mean, those. I mean, it sounds silly to say, but those yeah. people have a completely different life experience to us. Yeah. But it's used. Us, it's usually. Um, it's not just a case of oh, I am you know Dave down the sh- who works in the shop. Yeah. But I've lived for a thousand years. It's people like the Doctor or vampires yeah. who operate completely differently to us. Yes. You know, people who are capable of. Filling their
2: time by seeing the entire universe. Don't even live in three-dimensional space. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what the percentage would be if it is like you—you you don't die naturally. You can only be killed, and let's say cancer isn't, or things like that aren't a fact. Well, cancer either.
1: is a cell uh, reproduction problem, right? Your set, your your they, cells overproduce infinitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what a tumor is. Immortal-
2: is. cancer is immortality, yes. essentially.
1: Yeah. Um, Ironically,
2: yes. Yeah. I wonder what the average would be, like. How long can a person get by without being killed by something? What would the average be? Do you well, know I, I, mean? Mean, I...
1: I imagine you would probably get like culty groups, yeah. you know, well, who are like the the immortals must die. Like they deliberately go oh, around yeah. killing people who are mortal. But
0: well, I was gonna say, like in that instance, if you're living every day like it's your last. Mm. On some of those days, would you not go looking for? Yeah, like I'll have a day off from this being my last day. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. No, no, I've lived like, for four hundred years. I'm probably okay. You know, no, but like you know, you get to like four hundred years old, and then you're like, oh, I'm just gonna walk down that alley in Brixton today. Just- <laughs> yeah, but you're, but, you're, but you're 25,
2: right? And you know that you're not gonna. live forever. I'm gonna jump
1: off a cliff for a laugh. Just see what
2: happens. Yeah, <laughs> you're 25, and you know you're not gonna live forever. But you still there are st- still days where you don't act as if your time is finite. Mm that's just p- people you know that you don't have that long on this planet relatively speaking mm. but you're not acting as if yeah. that's the case yeah
0: none yeah. of us are cheers <laughs>
1: dude <Just laughs> you're the- sitting here wasting your time recording a podcast
2: with us that, like, like, this hey whole- they're listening to it they're
0: fucking wasting their time <laughs> oh yeah what yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: are <laughs> going weird. to caves to realise to meditate about right mm. like only the truly enlightened like, live that way no one lives that way so I think that nothing would fundamentally would really change if you were if you lived forever but it, again, it's like where's the hypothetical end, because like you imagine a guy that is a guy I can live forever. Thus, I won't do anything. Yeah, I won't leave the house. I, you know, are we removing things like heart disease because he's so unfit? Is everything like that? I know right? what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: All illness wouldn't disappear. I don't
2: no think. I, I guess you, you life. life
0: if he gets to eight hundred. Finally, gets corona. <laughs> Just I
2: would say if, if well, it's time. <laughs> Let's assume that you're 27. And, but, it, you know, if you keep yourself fit, mm. you won't die naturally. Oh, yeah. Right?
1: And I think that's the other thing as well. You wouldn't have... See, this is what I'm worried about, getting tangled in the minutiae. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, if you're... Um, but I think I've got... If you just live like me,
2: it was just like, I'll just have a Chinese because I'm bored. Yeah. Like, you'll still probably die before you're 40. I think I've got a point of resolution, though. I think that if it's a case of you can still die of all the things life can throw at you other than old age, mm. so you can keep yourself fit and everything. I imagine your life your life cycle will be pretty much the same. Okay. At some point, you're going to get cancer. Is, it, is it a case gonna of... Um, no one's going to live 400 years is my point. No, no, no. But is it a case of like,
1: uh, they talk about like with millionaires or even billionaires, like if, if we spend a pound on something, that's like a billionaire spending 10 grand on something. Right. That's what it means to them. Yeah. Is it, is it like that? It's just like we have the same experience. It's just the, the difference is the time frame. It's like, oh, I'm not going to go to the gym this week. Oh, I won't go to the gym this century. Is it that kind of thing?
2: Well, I don't, that's my part. I don't think anyone would actually live that long. I think even if you never died of old age, you just live long enough and some disease or illness is going to kill you. Right. No one's getting past 200, I don't think. Unless you okay. live a very sheltered, healthy life. Right. You're going to catch flu or, you know, coronavirus. Hmm. Or you're going to get heart disease. or Something's going to kill you just by being alive that long.
1: But I mean, it's all about the... It, it, there is, I mean, it, there's a lot of luck involved, obviously. Bulldom yeah. would kill me
2: you just kill yourself <laughs> I, I, I probably yeah, would yeah, yeah. anyway right.
1: that was that okay <laughs> welcome to the podcast yeah
0: <laughs> Those are
1: all if you've used.
0: made it past the first 20 minutes thanks folks um okay my first
2: floater this episode oh
1: you're making this a thing are you
2: yeah he's gonna drop floaters in, in, well, I don't our, think in our laps I, I don't think of poop you're okay. the one who thinks. Like I said before, I, I think of out? eyes.
0: Yeah, you're, you're thinking that he's thinking of poop, and he just said, "Oh, you're just going to drop floaters in our laps." Yeah, I know. Just yeah, shit on us. Thanks, Thanks, trying to do a
2: thing. That's the joke. Well, if you think of <laughs> floats, some more. You're on a comedy podcast. Get with the program. <laughs> no, I'm shitting of- on your shit. <laughs> if you think of, flo- we're not a comedy podcast. <laughs> if you think of floats, some more jets, and we can cover all the meanings of floaters that way. So you've got that. I've got eyes, and you've got poop.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, Morgan Freeman. Oh, what's he done now? No, he hasn't done anything. Okay. I would say that he has almost certainly done more voiceover jobs because the joke is that Morgan Freeman does voiceovers more than he's done voiceovers to earn that reputation. Okay. Would you agree? How many voiceovers has he done? Mm. Sincerely. He's done The Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. I don't know if he narrates Driving Miss Daisy. You haven't seen it, but okay. I can t- see that being the case. And he narrates seven. Okay. Okay. So had done anything else. Uh, master of Penguins, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah, After that, isn't everything just the joke is that Morgan Freeman I am does voiceovers? Freeman. Yeah. yeah. So he's definitely done like three times more voiceover work because the joke is that Morgan Freeman <laughs> does voiceovers, right? It's possible, yeah. yeah. I, I know Teddy is uh, looking he's this He's Googling it. Yeah, is yeah. it.
0: Is it true? How many films has he narrated? I, Oh, I'm trying to find... I was just looking at the films he's done Yeah, and trying to see how many of them... I mean he narrates little bits of like Bruce Almighty and stuff but he's Morgan Freeman by that point isn't he yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Is, is it Shawshank when, when did he become Morgan Freeman I think Shawshank okay because he, he, I think he started acting quite late yeah he was a late bloomer it was like in his 80s, 40s yeah. 50s yeah
0: not in his, his yeah 80s, yeah he yeah, was in the 80s yeah. he started acting yeah, uh, 80 yeah, yeah. so it, I think his first film I think was 80 okay this.
2: the Shawshank Redemption has got to be the, the crystallising one right yes he was my friend yes and all that yeah yeah I hope <laughs> it's that's the film. We're like, okay, Morgan Freeman does voiceovers. Yeah, yeah. Did Seven the next year? Oh, did he? It, yeah, he did. Oh, that's shocking.
0: Um, I, I always, I don't know why. Maybe it's because well, try, Shawshank yeah, has such a. Dry Miss Daisy was earlier eighty, yeah, seven or something. 89 eight, yeah, eight, Maybe just yeah. because of the
1: reputation of Shawshank. But I assume that was a much older film than Seven.
0: Yeah, only a year. Seven older. feels quite modern,
1: whereas Shawshank feels like a like a classic film, yes. like a film from olden times, monumental. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. I know what you mean. Well, I think it's 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 set in olden times. That probably that probably helps, yeah, yeah. And it and it's kind of well, it's a timeless story, isn't it? Yeah. And so, even though it's period, I don't really think of the period no. when I think of Shawshank. It's just uh-huh. kind of like it could be now. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, it's one of those stories, except they probably have better um, measures to keep inmates in now than they did back yeah, in yeah. Uh, whatever it was the sixties, the seventies. They oh, broke out I don't know. Uh, do we know Eddie? I don't know. Okay, He's done. <laughs>
0: It's a lot.
2: We were in co-op the other week, and uh, they—they've sat. Was Morgan Freeman there? He wasn't there. And we moved on from. We moved on. Oh, okay. I, don't, I don't, I'm not gonna say like and that is the Morgan Freeman stuff done. Yeah. We've gotta talk like yeah, we to have it's conversation.
1: Also I don't know why I was like, Oh, what's Morgan Freeman done now when you introduced the like, yeah.
2: he does he's a nice man. He hasn't done anything. I think he's wrong. sensible. I th- I, don't, I don't think he's even one of them. Yeah. When I say one of them, I mean <laughs> the social the social <laughs> <Sam. laughs> He's neither a nonce nor a social justice activist. Okay. I don't think I think he's, he's way too busy doing voiceovers, that's why. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I think, think time. principally he's too old he's seen all that shit is it like
1: the Ricky Gervais thing where he came to he, he sort of found fame so late that he's kind of like
2: I don't need to do the politicking I can just be honest with what I think that's part of it but I just also he's seen genuine civil rights oh yeah and so like yeah, yeah. Prob- probably doesn't look too favourably on but I, I have no idea he could be yeah yeah yes yeah. um, yeah, so we were in the cold. just logged on his Instagram's just full of <laughs> I was, I was listening
1: it. to fun filtered
2: <laughs> <laughs> fuck those guys <laughs> Um, they've got a one-way system obviously in all these shops now mm-hmm. and I don't know if you've heard this but over the time they're like be a local hero abide the one-way system oh they
0: don't have those in the shops right no. near me no, no. you have just you, left a fend for yourself what was I saying when you said you're in the co-op I assumed you meant my co-op yeah yeah sure. it's the one near you yeah. yeah
2: yes do they know what they're doing calling people fucking heroes <laughs> don't call me a hero for abiding a one way fucking yeah, system yeah for,
1: for following the rules oh they, you fucking legend they're sending the world yeah, to hell
2: legendary. I think it's like you could argue it's an incentive like yeah. oh hey I'll be a hero if I uh,
1: <laughs> if I walk this I'm way careful. instead of that way yeah.
2: but you know what it's gonna be right instead of that incentive like oh if I if I'm careful I'll be a hero when all is said and done it's gonna be yeah you know what I was a fucking hero <laughs> through the coronavirus I like, yeah, pandemic. I, mean,
0: I only do it because it, I'm just used to, used to doing the one way system now.
2: This is, I'm not slamming the one way system. No, I'm no, no but I own, that's the, the only reason it. I do
0: it. And then I, I was in Tesco's with someone the other day. Yeah, and we the the the, the Tesco we were in did not specify a one-way system. It had a, a way in and a way out, but once you got to the aisles... Yeah, they seem to have ripped it up in my Tesco. Yeah. I don't know why they did that. Yeah, it, it seems to be a thing with Tesco. There's no
1: one on the door anymore, right? The, you can just walk in and out.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it seems to be a thing with Tesco, basically. Yeah. But yeah, so we went up an aisle, and then we just came back down the aisle. Mm. But we went up on the left-hand side, we came down on the other side. Right. Yeah. And then this woman comes into the aisle, mm. and she's like oh we're all by the fucking one way system and we just went there isn't one love
2: one <laughs> way <a> system Yeah, <laughs> they love as well you had the condescending no, no, the there, no, there isn't one there love there isn't
0: one love um, walk away and they were just yeah just like left and they were like just, just grabbed geez, her it. hair like pushed <laughs> her on the ground do you just
2: see just, any just arrows on the ground just into the tomatoes and was <laughs> like fuck you bitch like <laughs> that seems aggressive but I imagine that would be very comfortable no, 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 but he, he, he me me held me into the mattress.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, yeah, but it, it was like, right, there isn't one. Like, why are you having... Right, if, if it's very clearly not got one, yeah. why are you having a go, right? I don't know, Eddie. <laughs> like that, no, but that's what I mean. Like, yeah. I, I don't get why she like, made such a, Like, Not that I'm... I mean, I wear a face mask in a supermarket yeah. at choice, but like, she wasn't wearing a face mask or anything like that. She was one of the only people in that supermarket time not wearing one. Right. Mm. And I was like... I'd be more concerned with you sneezing than me walking the wrong way. I just think
2: I, I have some... I don't like the fascism on either side pro-mask, anti-mask all that sort of stuff. Oh, I, it's all bollocks. It's all bollocks. I, I give some people some leeway because we still
0: don't know what the fucking rules are. Yeah. yeah. There's just n- no clarity whatsoever yeah. about what we should be doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I choose I to wear a in shops... And on public transport. I mean, public transport's going to be mandatory soon anyway. But yeah,
2: that, that I agree with. I think you shops
0: know. is going to be mandatory soon. It right? is. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. 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 well it, if it works in England, then yeah, it'll be mandatory over Yeah, it.
2: yeah. I think it's just that, uh, yeah, public transport seems like a, a no a brainer. Yeah. It's like well, you're, you're stuck in a hot environment. You can't social distance. Yeah, you can't.
0: The, yeah. Well, someone made the point of like, given how much they reckon it helps on public transport, why haven't we been doing this? All Maybe the,
1: public uh, transport was the test run. Mm. It's like, well, well, we can't social distance, so we'll test the masks.
2: Oh, yeah. public transport's working. Well, if you recall, masks way. used to be d- discouraged mm. at the start of all this. The oh masks yeah, do oh not yeah. Help. they don't, don't do anything. Masks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean to yeah.
0: be fair, it, they're very clearly, certainly in England anyway, the reason why they've become such a big deal mm. is because they've opened everything, technically speaking, before yeah, yeah, it's yeah. ready. Yeah, yeah. So they're going. The masks will help, so that we can do the masks. Know. Yeah. Okay. You did just say Mosques. <laughs> I, I just want to help. Have the mosques will help. Um, that's the title.
2: <laughs> the mosques will help.
3: Yeah. Uh. <laughs> no, I want to see, trying, see what no, happens. We're
2: trying not to get cancelled this year. No, I want to see I, what I suppose we have like three or four titles orbiting
1: Judaism. Uh, I think. I think. I think we should get Islam when we call, As soon as we called an episode "Your God is a nonce," we were sort
2: of d- done for. You know. Yeah, but that was non-specific. Okay. Whatever your your god is. Your host. god, yes. yes, not this specific god. And in con- in context, what were we talking about?
0: Um, remember, uh, were we, we were talking, talking about Ian Watkins from Lost Prophets.
2: That and his fans. that Your, yeah. god, yeah, god, your god, god is, god is, god is god a yeah. so, so, but I think even though in context that's completely fine. Just the title, the mosques will help. <laughs> I I don't I don't know. Because actually, I suppose it's all based yeah, we're, on we're, that. Would be seen as like, oh, good, they're pro. It's, like, it's based on whether you know us, I suppose. Yeah, it's like if um. Rich, is it Richard Spencer, the the white supremacist dude? Uh, if he put up a video saying the mosques will help you, you, go oh god, oh god, what's he saying? <laughs> yeah. Whereas I suppose you'd have to know what we talk about yeah. to, to
0: be wary. I, mean, I can, I can, <laughs> I, can like, I will say, I'm not going to say it just off the cuff. But I can counteract it if you really want. Well, you got it now. <laughs> what? Go on. Just just turn around and say, oh, uh, not, yeah. Should I say that? The synagogues will help. Is that is that? No, I was just going to slag off. Uh, M- Muslims. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't do that. No. Seriously, do not. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That's the one we don't touch that. Okay? Um on the podcast. Yeah. Um <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, this I swear to God, this is just next on the list. Sorry. And it's got nothing to do can with you, what we were talking about. Can I just say, if yeah. I get taken out between... Yes. <laughs> why, the what, they're
2: not, why, why would you be <laughs> taken you out? Not, who's not, listening, what are you right? saying about Muslims? What are you saying? I'm saying if, if I people. suddenly
0: die, I'm saying it won't be there. I swear
2: to God, this is just next on the list. Okay. But I've got a question about fire. It's got nothing to do with what we were talking about. Okay. okay. What are you implying, sir? I'm not implying anything. John, you asked a question about fire. Like a kind of a rhetorical, philosophical question. Did I?
0: a while ago it was something about burning a shed down I asked a philosophical <laughs> question you, you did you might not okay. have known it alright um, yeah
2: uh, is fire on fire was your, was your question was I
0: sober when I asked you this yeah okay I okay you said is fire on fire Do you, I, th- I think it's I mean he was on a shit ton of cocaine so I, well
2: you, it might have been the adrenaline because we were burning stuff in the fire pit I think it's when you asked. That oh question. yeah, we were helping a friend move, we and we were move. like,
1: <laughs> he lived with a couple of people, right, Eddie? And this one guy, I don't know why he had it, but he had a bunch of like firewood,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and we did, we didn't know what to do with it. We could have just thrown out, but we decided, oh no, no, let's just burn all this firewood in the garden. Yeah, and yeah, we got a proper blaze going. We did. Yeah,
2: as I played inferno-themed songs. Oh yeah,
1: any any song with the word fire or inferno in the title, we were just playing so, like, it.
2: Oh, what, what are we talking? We didn't start the fire, Betty Joel. Mm-hmm. It's got nothing to, to do with fire, but. Um, <laughs> Fire by Kasabian. Mm-hmm. yeah, that sort of thing. Did you did you play Relight My Fire? I
0: didn't.
1: No, we didn't get around doors, to that one. We to
2: that no. one.
0: Um, fire. We didn't do that either. Oh. Oh, that's the one I was hoping for. Yeah, yeah, no, we didn't do that one. Oh, that never
2: occurred to me. I feel like I would have called you out on that had you not played that. No, okay. didn't play that one. Um, I've got another question about fire. Okay, it's I don't expect an answer. Is fire on water? No. When something is ablaze, why is it on fire? Because the fire's on it. Yes. I just wanted to pose that <laughs> question. Uh, write in comment on the video. <laughs> if you well, it's ask.
1: Uh, yeah, lang- language is like that, isn't
2: it? Yes. Uh, what's that video? The English
1: language is a meme, I think it's called. The English language is a meme. It's based, It's it's American English. This guy's American, right. so he's so talking about American English. But yeah, he's pointing out like the inconsistencies in language and stuff. Right. Like you know, a ship will carry cargo, mm. but a car will carry a shipment or something like that. Right. Um, and things like you know, if you got a temperature, you burn up, but a house burns down.
2: But that makes sense. You right? drive
1: on a parkway, but you park on a driveway. Shit like that.
2: Okay, but the burn up, burn down thing makes sense though, right? A house does burn down; it collapses. Whereas burning up, it's like you start. Oh, getting the temperature when it rises. Comes temperature rises. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't know where I got that one from, then. No, uh, it feels like I think someone would. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I have a, a less rhetorical question. Okay. Removing like evil figures from the equation. Should an actor portray a real person if the real person doesn't approve? Should an actor portray... So removing, like, say there's a dictator somewhere. Mm. I don't already give a shit whether they approve Well, I, I don't imagine King John, whichever yes. one it is now, yes.
1: ever really approves of the
0: people who portray him. No, exactly. Kim Jong-un. Is that the
2: current one? Yeah, but we don't care about them. Okay. So I'm removing those from the equation. I'm just talking about real, could be a sports personality, whatever. And an actor's like, can I play you in a film? Are you cool with it? And they say, no, I'm not cool with it. I think Bandit Cumberbatch talked to Julian Assange mm. when he was going to play him in the Fifth Estate. Mm. Yeah, Is that the film, and he didn't want him to do it. No. He didn't want the film to be made. Should yeah, but obviously he, he's no, he, but, uh, you have no right to stop it being made. But it's like it's a personal thing. Should have yeah, to go? Okay, I won't know. But
0: yeah, but he, I, the thing with that was he didn't want the film to be made. Yes, yeah, yeah. Rather than he didn't want to be portrayed by. But well, yeah. okay, either way,
2: the, the actor, the, the real person, doesn't want the film to be made. Then
0: mm. should an actor do it? I, I think like it depends on what it's about. Mm-hmm. Like if Elton John had turned around and didn't want Rocket Man, yeah, I feel like they still would have pushed to make Rocket Man. Should they have? I'm probably not. Whether if they if, if he really doesn't want a film made about him, just yeah. wait until he dies. Wait until mm. he dies. Well, that's the thing. Like, I
2: I don't I don't really have an answer myself. Mm. I don't know what I would do.
1: Yeah. No, it is an interesting question. Yeah. Like, do you have a duty to that real life? Because yeah, if, if presumably if they don't want you to portray them in the film, yeah, or they don't want the film to be made, presumably it's not a favorable look no that's or, why or, I've it's discounted. Or, or it's a case of like Queen where yeah. you're probably planning to make an accurate film mm. but they want this like um, fantasy fantasy in, in its place is this real life yeah is this just fantasy exactly yeah um, that song yeah. was specifically written <laughs> about, about the Bohem- inevitable yeah, Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody, Rhapsody.
2: Yeah. yeah I mean that's why I've discounted malevolent figures because it's not going to be a favourable portrayal no no yeah yeah um but is it up to a person how they portrayed as well Mm. we would say no I guess right you don't want Queen producing Bohemian Rhapsody yeah but that's the thing though you you don't want Queen that is to say you don't want what happened
1: with Bohemian Rhapsody where they throw out the film that's already there so they can replace it with this bullshit fantasy Mm -hmm. but you do want a film that is accurate to be made Yes. Whereas you know, it's not like oh, we want to replace it with something better. It's like oh, I, I don't want this. Uh, mm. I suppose they're the same thing. I don't want this accurate portrayal. Portrayed. It's a
2: push pull thing. I think we we want the real person to have kind of signed off on it. Yeah. But at the same time, if you saw El- was Elton John a producer of Rocket Man? I think so. Yeah. Doesn't that make you suspicious? Yes. Well, I don't want. Yeah, yeah. I don't want him involved in like the film. Disney making. I thought, no, he, of he, he, must, yeah. he must
0: have been involved because he also did this. He helped with the song and. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he
2: was. He gave it his. Okay, but I don't know whether he actually produced it or not. It's a weird thing, isn't it? I think he did. I feel like... I don't know. I really don't know what the answer is. Yeah, it's an interesting
1: question. Um, There isn't really a a blanket answer, isn't there? Because it depends on the intention of the filmmakers. If their intention is to slander you, then obviously they have no right to do that. Mm -hmm. But if they want to portray you accurately and you want something more...
2: um, Charitable. Yeah, Yeah. put in its place, then you're in the wrong there. Yeah. So, I don't know. What if you're a bastard... Yeah, and the film wants to portray you in a good light, so you're. Well, not... the film is in the wrong. It is, but... but it's not because of your influence. The film is doing that independent of you. Yeah, well, you wouldn't want to stop it then, would you? Would you personally, if they were making a film about you? Yeah, and it's this hagiography. Mm. Would you go, nah, that's just not... No, quality. I'm a
1: bastard. You shouldn't, <laughs> you
2: shouldn't misrepresent
1: <laughs> me like that. People might like get the wrong idea. I,
2: yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't want it. I wouldn't want some silver lining portrayal of me and my life. I'd yeah. want the, the real thing. Yeah. I don't know. Food for thought. Okay. I watched a film called... Um, fuck, what was it called? Misbehaviour. Okay. And it's about these radical feminists uh, in the 70s. <laughs> you, you, you... Uh, <laughs> You're on a roll with these, aren't you, Sam? Disclosure, well, though, misbehavior. This is the thing. I I kind of want to bring. This is a. I play- mean, they've, they've all got wanky up. names. that's mm. to be fair. Yeah. Um, who? It's yeah seventies feminists who disrupted the Miss World pageant. Okay. Um, by like throwing flower bombs and stuff like that. Right. It's one of those... It's it's a feel good British film like Pride. Oh, okay. Like you know. Yeah, it's one of those. Uh, is it on their site? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Are we side on their the site? Yeah, the feminists are the the, the central characters no no no. I mean we
1: as in like people generally speaking are they on the side of these feminists
2: no okay well it's a stuffy you know it's one of those films right stuffy institution uh, mixed with like oh it's women you know women uh, you know being judged on their aesthetic qualities I see okay I'm like oh you know they decided to be in it who are you to okay which I actually agree with to be fair like no one no one coerced the Miss World uh, contestants to do it right they're entering of their own free will yeah if they want to be judged on. Yeah, it's not like like human trafficking
1: where they probably didn't have a choice in the No, exactly. This is like, oh, it's
2: a competition you could enter if you want. But their overall point is like, they they try and balance it. Like there's a, I think it's Miss Garner has a conversation with like the lead character at the end of the film Mm. and and she's black and I think she wins or comes close to it at least. Okay. And she says, well, you know, it, it makes people who look like me, it gives us... Uh, validation. Okay. Little little black girls seeing me in the spotlight makes them think that they could be something. Mm. She's like, oh, but we shouldn't be. They so they tried to balance it, not very well. They clearly just they hate all that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a fan of it, like personally. I I hate all that shit as well. But at the same time, if you want to do it, yeah, if yeah, there's a market for it. Mm. You know. I see. Yeah. I see what you're uh, but the only reason I want to bring it up is they talk about the patriarchy, obviously, in this film naturally and at the end of the film it does the typical coda of this character went on to become this yeah. this character went on. it's yeah uh, uh, and the last thing that the film says is attempts to bring down the patriarchy remain ongoing <laughs> right okay it's like okay we just accept that then are we <laughs> we're just going to accept that and that sort of ties into a broader thing that I want to talk about but I want to talk about another film first okay a film called St. Francis which is a film about a woman who has an abortion mm-hmm. and she's a nanny and she befriends her and, and the kid she's looking after strike a befriendship. Right. Uh, and the kid teaches her about life and all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. There is a moment in this film. So, okay, so she has no, she has sex with a boyfriend, she gets pregnant, and she has an abortion. She doesn't struggle with it. Like, she just does it. He doesn't struggle with it. He's okay with it. He's like, yeah, go ahead. You know, she has the abortion, has like the, you know, the after effects, the, the unpleasant after effects. There's no tension there. Mm yes right so there's a scene in this film where she's over the house of the family whose kid she looks after and there's another mother there with her kid and the mother's quite snooty one of those like um, stay at home privileged mothers who has a rich husband and that sort of thing and she asks the nanny to go and get something from her house even though she doesn't work for her Mm. to get carrots for her little boy to eat because he'll only eat carrots or something so they go over to this house and on the fridge, there's a sticker that says, Unborn Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. This it kind of uh, earlier in the film, outside the house of the family, is a sign saying Black Lives Matter. And then this comes up later in the film. And the little girl, when they're in this house, just walks off and the nanny's like, where are you going? It's like, oh, I'm going to break some of this kid's toys. And okay. she goes, yeah, okay. The the thing being, because they're such a privileged family, mm. they can do with a few toys being broken okay so the little girl goes off to break the toys and then this woman sees the sticker on the fridge gets the carrots out puts it on the, the, the side and then the dog comes and eats all the like licking the carrots and eating them and then they look at it and go oh no then it cuts to them back at the house and the little boy is eating the carrots the dog was licking right and they're like giggling with each other like <laughs> okay. you know and you're meant to be totally cool and on board with this because they're such a privileged family I was watching it like who the fuck are you? <laughs> so someone's done well yeah. right? and they've got a nice house so it's okay to go break their shit yeah. and f- this kid the kid now mm. the kid hasn't done anything mm. he's a bit of like you know he's an obnoxious kid I mean he was born into wealth he's a cunt that's the idea and, right? yeah. yeah and I just kind of think the, the fact you're just supposed to accept it do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like, so the boyfriend, after she has this abortion, he has feelings about it, right? And he starts writing them down. He's like, I'm obviously cool with it, but I have I have feelings about it. And he starts reading from this journal, and she's like, well, why the fuck are you doing this? Mm. So, like, I just want you to know that if you have feelings, then that's okay. And that's like an undercurrent through the film, right? Okay. The big resolution of the film, bear in mm. mind, it starts off being about a woman who has an abortion... As, as a feminist and, like, it's nothing. Yeah, yeah. And everyone around her mm. thinks the same thing. The resolution is that, yeah, that's correct. Right. There's no change. Okay. I'm not saying I wanted, like, a anti-abortion, pro-life thing. Yeah, yeah. But there's zero... But it doesn't go... It doesn't go anywhere. Is that...
1: Um, does that make it propaganda? Yeah. The fact that nothing changes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was thinking... It uh, does. Yeah, as you said that, I was like, oh, yeah, that's probably... A good way, because we were talking about disclosure on the last podcast. Yeah, well, you were talking about disclosure yes. on the last podcast, uh, and you you uh, deemed that propaganda. Yeah, um, and yes. yeah, that's probably like a like a decent
2: way of identifying what propaganda is. Increasingly, and this is sort of the thing I wanted to talk about. But the big resolution of this film mm-hmm. is she phones her boyfriend and leaves a message saying, "I do have feelings. These are my feelings." And I'm paraphrasing, but it's basically, yeah, what I did is okay. It's a bundle of cells and I'm pissed off that people think it's not. Right. People tell me it's a baby and I have done nothing wrong. Okay. And there's a scene where they're in a church. Uh, She's in a church with a little girl that's kind of wandering around this church and they go in the confession box Mm. and the little girl like acts as a priest and says, what are your sins? And she says something like, oh, I feel bad about myself for X, Y, Z. Mm. She's like, okay, but I'm proud of you. Yeah, why are you proud of me? Because you keep, even though you're scared, you keep trying. And then she says, have you committed any other sins? And there's a pregnant, ironically, a pregnant pause where you're thinking about the abortion. And she goes, "No, I haven't done any. I haven't committed no other sin." Right. Right. So it's okay. the film saying it's not a sin. It's not a sin. Yeah. Um, At that moment,
1: yeah. they should have uh, recreated the train spotting scene with the babies on the top of the feast <laughs> and just
0: crawling towards yeah.
2: her. It's it's pro-abortion
0: propaganda. Okay. Is what it is. Right. Um, have you seen um, Kanye West's rally? No, I haven't, but I, I will get around to it. <laughs> okay. he cries
2: uh, over. Yeah, he cries. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> um Honestly, see, like, was he crying about? Ah, oh, because like he nearly aborted his child, and he's he cries over abortion, right? Yeah, but basically, when him and uh, Kim Kardashian were having their first child, mm-hmm. they were umming and ahhing over whether to keep it. He <laughs> didn't really want the kid, okay. and in the end, she was like, "No, we're keeping the kid." Okay, and he went, "Yeah, we're keeping the kid." but like he, he ends up crying about this like whole thing and he's like well she you know he's he, crying
2: because of how much he loves his daughter
0: but but yeah and um, he kind of like, just goes well i mean even if kim divorced me for fucking right, whatever right. i would still be at peace because she brought north into the world right yeah i i gotta be honest i think that's quite a
2: traditional narrative mm. i think a lot of people who end up having the child don't regret it w- would not regret it yet. okay yeah All right. um Yeah, I just wanted to. Yeah, the point that you brought up, George, which is that film knew how how it was going to end before she started writing. The ending was probably the first thing that she. Yes. The point is going to be that it's cool. Yeah. I can't start by not thinking it's cool because then I'm not a feminist. So I've got to think it's cool. Yeah. Maybe struggle halfway a little bit with it. Yeah, because I mean, you can still have films that, like, okay, the film ends with, oh, abortion is cool. Right.
1: That's still pro-abortion. Yes. But if you start the film with, like, oh, I'm not, I'm against the idea of abortion. Yeah. Then that's still, that is a story. That is a film. Yeah. That is a piece of art that can exist on its own. It has a point and it has a message and it has opinions. Yeah. As art typically does, but it is art. Yeah. But uh, if it's just we're gonna, okay, so we're gonna start saying this is bad, and we're gonna end saying this is bad. It's yeah. like, well, that's that's not
2: that's not art. That's it's not a art. political message. Yeah, yeah, And I don't want to like I don't want to be too prescriptive because our art comes in all shapes and sizes. But mm. art is you figuring out what it is as it happens. Yeah, yeah. So like I'm writing something at the moment, mm. and we pretty much had the whole thing figured out except the very ending. Mm. We didn't know how it ended. No. I recently like it hit me how it ended like oh of course and the beauty of the ending is it ties back with all these things that happened previously mm. you shouldn't know it I don't think before yeah. you should arrive at that place yeah, yeah. this is a trend this is a, a growing growing trend of films that are just propaganda for a certain ideology and I'm worried about it okay so Modern Family has recently finished was that propaganda? no no okay but that's recently finished mm. and I think with it the death of the traditional american sitcom i think things like cheers friends in the office when we're, we're never going to get those kinds of shows again because of streaming uh for one mm. uh because we we like fewer episodes now we don't like the 22 episode thing mm-hmm. but that idea of you all get you all sit down and hang out with your friends every week i think is over
1: oh i would say that was over a while ago but i think that like like some family units still do that but beyond that
2: yeah like there's nobody but like Game of Thrones everyone sat down to watch that you know um, there were still a couple of shows yeah that people did that to but I think that the death of Mon Family is a good emblem a good sign I'm trying to think of film like shows
0: coming out that could get people in fill that role
2: oh no I, I think that is done because everyone's got Netflix in their own rooms yeah I think that is over yeah
0: because I mean I only watch TV with my housemate when I'm watching the football yeah or occasionally if me and my housemate are both watching Gordon Ramsay at the same time. Yeah. Because we're, right. we're, bo- we're both watching Kitchen Nightmares. Yeah.
2: But it's at the point where the best shows, some people haven't heard of them. I'm talking about people who like TV, obviously. It's also fragmented
3: mm.
2: and diffuse. You know what I mean? There's no hegemony. There's no half mm. anymore. <laughs> uh, anyway, the point I want to make is we are often told that it's the golden age of television, right? Yeah. I think that's over now. You and I have had this conversation off air. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think it started with The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. I don't think Modern Family was golden television, but I think that ending is, the end, is of, the, end mm-hmm. the end of The mm-hmm.
1: Golden Television. of It's not Ninja a bad comedy. run. The Sopranos, The Modern Family. It's not.
2: A lot, it's, a, lot a lot of good stuff happened in between. It's just what it's been replaced by. I suppose. Abundance and wokeness. Yeah. So, the, the, yeah, a good sign of this. You know Law & Order? Obviously, mm-hmm. like, long-standing franchise. Their new show uh, coming up is Law & Order Hate Crimes.
1: Oh, right. Okay.
2: So I'm coining a term. It's not quite a Sam's lexicon. No? Okay. For the age of entertainment. Do, do I play like half the theme song? Yeah, maybe. Like, do,
0: do, do, do. <laughs> and then just leave it there. Yeah.
2: I think we're living in the Copper Age.
0: Yeah. Well, we talked about We talked about yeah, this. Yeah, because I, I said it felt very much like we had now entered the woke age and he said the Copper Age, which, yeah.
2: Yeah, the Copper And what I mean by that is it seems precious, mm. but it's plentiful mm. and it oxidizes on contact with air okay and so right right, so like show there's so many shows and they seem sound but I think because they are politically and ideologically motivated Mm. they will not stand the test of time okay and they rust quickly Mm. so I think the copper age do mm. you
1: have uh, a couple of quick examples you can throw our way of I may
2: destroy you okay would be yeah. a well, good example yeah,
1: well, like, it's interesting because like just before we started recording I saw like a like a thing on Facebook it's like five reasons to watch the show that everyone is talking about right. but and it, it was we, I May Destroy It yeah but the
0: thing everyone is talking about it so I this comes from a conversation that I asked him someone we know recommended yeah. it to me yeah and I was convinced that Sam had said it wasn't it wasn't something so either wasn't good or it wasn't something we'd enjoy yeah Um. so I asked him about it and he sort of gave me his thing and I was like right do you know what I'm going to watch I'm going to watch something, but anyway, and just see how far I get. Hmm. And I got to five minutes into episode four, decided I was done, did not need to watch the rest of it because I knew exactly what the show was doing. It is a tick box drama, well, comedy drama. Hmm.
2: Yeah, Um, it it builds itself as a comedy. I'd like to know where the laughs are.
0: Yeah. Genuinely.
2: (laughs) I'm not not just saying it's not a funny comedy.
0: It's about rape and like her dealing with the ramifications of that. But she also just so happens to be black, kinda of famous because she's, she's a writer. Because she yeah, but she's like was a Twitter famous yeah, yeah. turned writer. Right. Um that wrote a book that apparently everyone that's black likes but no one that's white. No one reads books. So that's um, bullshit. <laughs> you know. But do you know what I mean? Like yeah. her main friendship group is all black Yeah, yeah, um, a, a gay a bit a gay friend. Yeah. And then, don't know what the other friend is straight I guess well yeah kind of I don't what um, is the, the, where f- the where you got got where you got yeah because no, well, you've got the friend who's having uh, the affair right okay. you know yeah. and you've got and it's just bollocks <laughs> it is like there, I, would, I, there would be a not insignificant amount
1: of white people who would read a book from a famous so, black but just thing. because it's like you coined the term African American yes <laughs> the last yeah. one yes. they, they, you know, they, they never get
2: people they never no. depict those do they never
1: no but yeah, the, no, no, no. like, the like whole, JD is the closest I think we've ever come.
2: Little Britain, there's that one sketch. Mm.
1: That one sketch yeah, from Little yeah. Britain. But yeah, so many like African
0: Americans yeah, yeah. that would be no, uh but just think, if the, that book. if the book is like cause this book is that she's written is supposed to be well revered. Yeah, it's it's and, and it's, the only people that come up and ask her for a selfie in the street are black people. I'm like, right, okay.
2: I guess the idea is that she she wrote this like book when she was young and it was you know it was a massive success, especially in the black community. And the whole thing is, it's the, the difficult second book. She's she's had that breakout genius thing. Yeah, mm. dif-
0: difficult second book, which she puts off by going out on the absolute lash, taking shit tons of pills. Yeah, yeah. And, I, like, I just ha- hate that. Like without sounding, this will come off a sound really bad. How many times does she get raped by the end of it? Well, only once. No, but like, there's two. It's two people in the same night or whatever, isn't it? Technically. I honestly can't remember I but think it's a, no but it's something guy. it's something like that yeah. and then she well no she, so she accuses someone else of raping her because they were having all cons- the characters cons- are raped cons- in different ways yeah because they were having consensual sex <laughs> and then he took, the con- he took a condom off right um, and then she was like no that's-
2: yeah that's and then another the the gay dude a guy dry him okay and he's like I didn't
0: want that is that rape it shows yeah. it's trying to like show all the yeah, various yeah and this thing I understand what they're going for I understand the thing that but They've done it in such a tick box way.
2: It's not that so, it's obnoxious. It, frankly, yeah. it's obnoxious. Like we're all, we are obviously all against rape. Yeah, and it's like her character is just so. And she goes to the doctor at one point, and they're talking about the box she ticked in terms of, like her ethnicity, mm. and she's like, "About I'm not Caribbean. I'm this. I'm that. I'm." And he's and the guy's like, "Okay, but these are the options, you know." I can't remember exactly what the specifics are of that scene, but this doctor is just like, "What ethnicity are you?" and she's like it doesn't contain the nuance of my Mm. Mm. and just scolds this doctor and you are meant to be on her side like you're just obnoxious you're unlikable
0: you're arrogant you're a prick yeah but it's like (laughs) no but it's like she goes to the place about sexual assault yeah right and then they call it sexual assault and she's like whoa like love you went to the place for sexual assault because you knew you'd been raped yeah like and what's her objection to them calling it sexual assault because they don't know that yet because they don't know that yet. Yeah, she's like, oh, it's like, don't know that yet. And it's like, right, everything leading up until this point, yeah, they do. Like, there's enough oh, evidence. I, 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 I genuinely can't remember
2: what this example is. She goes to a support meeting for sexual assault.
0: No, no so this is just, she goes to the place and then so like the doctors and stuff like that. And they well, have the, specific- what the
2: sexual assault building where all the sexually no, assaulted it's, people. It girl. was just the phrase support for sexual assault. Yeah. That sounds terrible, isn't it? It's like they um, provide oh, right, the If media. you take it literally yeah, sex, yeah I see what yeah. you're yeah.
0: um, No 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 But she goes to a specific place Having trouble up. sexually assaulting people um, Come give players a visit the yeah. Uh, yeah They go to a place For people who Think they've been sexually assaulted Right They're, They ask you a lot of questions um, And then they can test Whether you've been sexually assaulted Okay yeah. I don't know where, how many Places like that There are around here There are in London Yeah 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 um, I, I don't know There's the, going to be a few Yeah there'll be yeah. some around but you would only go to that those kind of places if you kind of were like, oh, okay. Had you been sexually assaulted? Yeah. Yes. And then they say it, and she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't presume, sort of. Don't, pre- don't presume I've been sexually assaulted. It's like, why are you here? Yeah, that's just, <laughs> it's, it's a lot of that. Like, why would you assume this? Like, because like, because that's a fair yeah. assumption? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. You know, but like, you know, she writes the end of the the, the first draft of that book yeah. under the shit ton of drugs she's already taken and the, the date rate drug. And then they're like talking about how the book's really abstract. Why, love? Why are you arguing this? Right? You wrote this under a shit ton of drugs. It was never going to make sense. It's you know, it's it's the the peak I
2: think yeah. that I've seen of like that sort of programming. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that would be an example. Yeah. Um. And I just you you compare it to the golden age of television. So I've been rewatching The West Wing. Mm. it have been craving some of that dialogue. Yeah. I watched a West Wing reunion that was, I think, twenty sixteen hmm. or twenty seventeen. And it's got most of the cast there. They're talking about the legacy of the show. And Bradley Whitford at one point says no, sorry, Aaron Sorkin says, I don't think anyone who voted for Donald Trump watched the West Wing. Okay. I was like Like, do you know what I mean? It's like this is yeah. so divisive. Yeah. There are, mate. There are. Smart people voted for Donald Trump. There are smart people that le- less no, I don't want to talk about politics. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? Mm. There are obviously people that watch the West Wing yeah. and Donald Trump. Maybe there's not a massive overlap. No. But those people... Ex- well, the, there the, are people that don't agree with the politics of the West Wing, but like how it's... Yeah, written. I was going to say the wasp, wi- uh, the, wasp wing? <laughs> the wasp Wing. The where Wasp Wing? The Wasp Wing. The Where all the Wasps are. It is quite Waspy, actually. There's only one black guy. Oh, Oh, okay. go on.
1: oh yeah. Um, thingy. Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. Yeah, the the West Wing isn't shy
2: about its politics, is it? No, it's they called it the Left Wing.
3: Yeah,
1: you know?
2: exactly. Um, right. But you just look back at it now, and you watch some of the episodes, and you compare it to the politics of now. Like there's a there's an an, an episode where this civil rights this guy writes a book about reparations, and the civil rights dude gives um you know has a, a quote on the cover, and he's called into the office to talk about it to discuss his position on it, and the big resolution of that is. It can't. It just can't be done, and like no, no amount reparations, of, reparations. Yeah, right. Okay. No amount of money can cleanse America of that. You know, like yeah, yeah. that. It's not a financial fiduciary thing. Mm. It's sensible. Yeah. You know they have a, they have a good conversation about it. And Josh, uh, the, it's a liberal White House. Bear in mind, mm. he's like, and who's going to pay for this? Where are we going to pull this money yeah. from? And then it gets into like Nazism and how, you know, that sort of thing. And then there's another episode where there's a shooting in the show and the ACLU, no, sorry, the Southern Poverty Law Center wants a character who was shot to sue the Ku Klux Klan, the the guys who did it. Yeah. And they they talk about uh, instantiating a law that would arrest all these people. Okay. Everyone who wore a hood and was Mm. part of this chapter. And again, there's one character who's like, yeah, I want it. Yeah. What's wrong with arresting all the people in White Hoods? Fuck them. And every other character is like, I know why you feel that way, but you can't do it. Mm. This is America. You can't do it. Mm. Imagine that now. Yeah. You know, and that episode ends with, it's a, it's a typical Sorkin clunky setup line, <laughs> but they're on the step and Josh says, what do you say about a country that even protects the citizens that want to destroy it? And every other character says, God bless America. Right. That's the resolution. Okay. Yep, that's the country we live in, where even the people who spew hate, it's their right. Hmm. Imagine that now. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's a good comparison. I may destroy you next to The West. The wing. West Wing. <laughs> right. Which is a, a hard left wing show. Yeah. Um, I want to bring up one more thing from that West Wing reunion. Okay. At one point, it's kind of an echo chamber, and Bradley Whitford talks the most and a lot. Yes. And he says, um, to the interviewer I think the one thing that the West Wing you know was unrealistic about is that it depicted Republicans as rational and he's saying it to get like right. a laugh and a pat on the back yeah. and then to be fair Dooley Hale who played Charlie mm. says I don't think that's right <laughs> what? Well, he says they're a rational Repu- you might not agree with them but they're a rational Repu- Republicans mm. and I was like I've never seen that Yeah, I've never seen that ever in mm. interviews they mm. all just like go yeah and pat each other on the yeah, back yeah, yeah. and he actually went no you're wrong <laughs> and then he backtracks. I I do think they are rational Republicans, but I think the fact that Donald Trump blah 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 blah. Yeah. But he completely because he thought he was going to get like that cool alignment, and they were going to go, oh yeah, and yeah, yeah exactly. And then a dude went no, and he had to go okay yeah I suppose they're all. How dare he slag off Ainsley? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Fucking Ainsley Hayes. I just got to that point in the show actually. Oh good okay. Um okay. You wanted to talk about Greyhound a little bit. Yes, because we both watched it. We did. So it was like, oh,
1: okay. we both watched it independently. The, yes. the plan wasn't, let's watch Greyhound. No. Um, what do you think of Greyhound? Well, what is Greyhound? Greyhound is a Tom Hanks warship
2: drama yeah Tom. Is it his screenwriting debut? No, it's not. No. He's written things before. What's he written? I think he wrote his own film, That Thing You Do. Okay. Larry Crown, I think
0: he wrote as well. He's written, he's written. Okay. It's, um, it's fine, Eddie. You don't know how to <laughs> No, this is just out of curiosity. I'm not going to talk about it. Yeah, okay.
2: Um, yeah, he wrote it. He didn't direct it. He has directed before as well. It's rubbish. Oh, you think it's rubbish? Yeah. Do you like
0: it. it? I didn't like it. Okay.
1: Like, like, I didn't, you know, like, oh, what a great film. But I was I was, I was. was engaged when it was on. Really? Yeah.
2: I just thought it was way too shallow. Okay. It's just they, they go to bed, they wake up, there's another fucking fight with a ship. It is go-
1: funny. There's... Um, the, the structure of the film is basically that the ship that they're on the Greyhound yeah. is spearheading this like fleet that's going from Britain to America or America to Britain or I don't know they're in the uh, Pacific Ocean anyway or Arctic Ocean one of the oceans <laughs> they're in an ocean they're in an ocean yeah. one of the big ones yes, yes. Um, and they're uh, surrounded by German submarines yeah. and that is the film it's them uh, de- destroying these German submarines yeah. while the German submarines are destroying them and <laughs> we picked up on a pattern where the, the mess the messman the masseuse the the, the chef they're yeah, called yeah, the yeah. mess people right I don't, I don't know if they're called a messman okay yeah
2: they work in the mess
1: yeah, yeah. they work in the mess um, because Tom Hanks is not resting because of the the sheer like assault that these Germans are um, yeah. bombarding them with the guy he, he like bring, he, Tom Hanks isn't eating and he isn't going to bed so so the messman will, will bring Tom Hanks like a sandwich yeah because you're not eating you should eat yeah and Tom Hanks is like oh thank you and as he goes to eat the sandwich, the Germans attack again. Yes. And it's like five times where he's brought a plate of food and the Germans immediately attack. Yeah. I, I just wanted the film to end with uh, him finally eating a sandwich. I thought that's yeah. what it was. And I don't know whether that's is. because um, that's just a screenwriting impulse. And I don't know if Tom Hanks uh, considers himself a screenwriter. Obviously he has screenwritten. Mm. But I feel like a writer, if, they, if they'd done it that many times... A writer would instinctively go, "Okay, that's the payoff." I've got
2: to pay that off. Yeah, he yeah. finally
1: eats his sandwich, but he doesn't. The film ends with him just going to bed.
2: Yeah, you can. That's the thing. As an idea, as a concept, may be good. Yeah. But the like, you, the, is the film's going to end with him eating a sandwich?
1: Yeah. Like you've got to. But you've, you've got play you, that you've well. got the typical wartime music where it's like, da, da, just it's a just
2: like heroic and yeah yeah that that's just carries funny you through it. it. It's just comical. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I get it, but I, yeah, it's probably like. We're just gonna watch Tom Hanks eat a sandwich. You've got you've got to be really good to pull that off. Yeah, and have it land. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, going to bed seems more. Yeah, it's yeah, more like you know. But that's the arrest. thing.
1: They, they 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 it's two things. It's the fact that he's not eating. Yeah, and because he's standing up for two days, basically, mm. his feet start bleeding. Yeah, so like, oh, one of those is gonna pay it off. Like he's either gonna bandage his feet or eat his sandwich, but he yeah. doesn't. He just goes to bed. Yeah, so neither gets paid off.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah I just you know. It's disposable, isn't it?
1: It is disposable. I mean, yeah, it's a shallow film. Yeah. Uh, ironically, given that they're in the ocean. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think there's something uniquely compelling about films like this. Films where there's no like point. No, no, it's depth. like it's like a specific. <laughs> it's a specific type of film. I don't know if there's a name for it. Um, like
2: where it's it's basically one th- hyper thing played out. Yeah,
1: I'm, yeah. I'm going to call them. I'm going to call it a crisis thriller. Okay. Because there's no phone booth. Yeah, there's no plot. Yeah. And there are no characters. Yeah. There is a crisis yes. and there are people dealing with that crisis. That is the film.
2: So, are you, is a crisis thriller sort of demarcated from similar thrillers that have characters in depth? Well... Because Phone Booth is not the best film in the world. No. But it does have character.
1: Well, I, I wasn't thinking Phone Booth as much as I was thinking like Shin Godzilla or right. like Contagion because that's Cropped up recently, right? With uh, what with the coronavirus yes. and whatnot. I think maybe nineteen ninety three fits in there as well.
2: Just like a, a snowball. Yeah, so it it's it's on. it's
1: it's about like there's this one event that's happening, and it's sort of about the the mechanics and the bureaucracy okay. behind solving that crisis. So I
2: guess every thriller is that to some extent, but I know what you mean where it's like streamlined.
1: Yeah, it's it's the the literal like play by play of what's happening. Gravity. That's what's pulling you through the film. Gravity. Yeah, gravity. Yeah. It's not. It there. It's not the characters because no one's characterised in this film no that's Tom yeah. Hanks is just Tom Hanks yeah he's the typical warm Tom Hanks you have come to know yeah Stephen Graham's in it doing yeah. a accent
2: doing well he's doing the um, like some accents I wasn't quite able to he's tell. just doing his Capone Irishman he's just doing an Italian American he's just doing that again okay I, I do want to see him experiment thing is his Liverpoolian accent it lends itself well to doing an Italian American because they're weirdly similar if mm-hmm. you listen I want to, I want to hear him just do an American accent. Okay. You know, rather than doing that fucking thing.
1: Yeah. But he's just doing that. Isn't he's he? just doing that. Yeah. yeah. And there's like a couple of other people who are in the film but they're not really, you yeah. know. There's like a guy who looks like a child. Yeah. And he like sneezes at one point, so he's not able to give the command straight away, mm. and he gets like chastised for it. Yeah. Uh the chef that keeps bringing Tom Hanks his food, yeah. he dies at one point in an attack. Yeah. Like yeah, these aren't people. No. Well, no, they are they, they are people, they're not characters
2: yes I wonder whether there was a draft of this, the original draft was a lot more character-y and then when they made the film it was like fuck it let's just turn it into this like, yeah it is
1: just thing. the play-by-play I
2: think Captain Phillips the screenplay for that is like not at all what the film ended up being oh right it's okay. a very like you'd imagine it being filmed quite conventionally was that mm.
1: Soderbergh Paul Greengrass Paul Greengrass sorry yeah. I, for some reason I get those two mixed up I don't know how why how dare you <laughs> they're not they're not the easiest <laughs> people to mix up Oh, but it's green grass, so it's kind of that, like, cinema verite, Handheld. false yes. documentary feel.
2: Yeah, you. but the, it was more, more traditional screenplay setup of, like, it's at home and there's characters yeah, yeah. that have kids, and, whereas it became a lot, yeah, a lot more naturalistic yeah. in the in the end thing. I am the captain now. I am the captain now. So I do wonder whether there was a draft of this script where it was, like, a two and a half hour war epic. Yeah, because it's an hour and a half.
0: Yeah, it's really quick.
2: Yeah, it's really, really quick. Yeah. Um, that that was a blessing. Yeah, say, there's no chance.
0: I've looked it up and it does say its main praise came from the fact that it utilized its 90 minute runtime. It's time well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, yeah, it's um,
1: it's basically act one is like 10 minutes long, and then yeah. the rest of the film is act three, basically. Pretty much. There's no, there's yeah. no, there's nothing in between
2: it. And it's kind of samey. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, there's no, there's not enough variation in the in the battles. What do you call a sea battle? For dog a... Uh, yeah, dog are a battle. Um, there's a specific there be, term yeah. for like ground
1: battles, right? I don't know. Not, it's not a skirmish. That's just another that's word for battle. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like fury, that's like tank battles. I right. don't know if there's like a specific name they use in that for it. Yeah. Um, I hear Eddie's keyboard clicking away <laughs> there. I guess Eddie's gonna a naval
0: battle. Oh.
2: It's a naval battle. Okay. Shit in it. <laughs> well, uh, a cat fight is like women, basically, isn't it? Yeah. Why is a dog fight planes? What's that about?
1: (laughs) Well, they're trying to imply, (laughs) yeah, because because planes are women, right? Ships are women. All vehicles are women. All vehicles are women. Yeah, yeah. So it should be a cat fight.
2: It should be a cat fight. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't quite capture though the maritime epicness of it all. No, a hull fight.
1: Maybe because dog fights, uh, a dog fight is more brutal than a cat
2: fight. Well, naval battles are, I guess, equally brutal, but like they're less. Uh, wieldy it's so like an, a, a dogfight it's like small planes and they, yeah. they're darting around this is like massive things that it takes 20 minutes to turn a corner you know? yeah it's more um <laughs> you know
1: there's more spectacle as well in a in a, in a a plane fight isn't it yes like if they movement. hit the plane the plane will explode fall out of the air hit the ground and explode yeah. again if if you like sink a ship yeah. you gotta wait 20 minutes before it like starts going down you know? yeah
2: I'm gonna call it a yellow fight because if a dog fights like a little yappy dog's running around... Yeah. This is like an old dog that is Like dying. an old yellow, right. Yeah, okay. So it's a yellow fight. It's a yeller fight. Uh, is you, that a Sam? We've had like two potential two, Sam's corners. That's not even... No. And I think the one that's going to be a Sam's Lexi corner is the worst. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, okay. Uh, yeah, I... Do I recommend it? Obviously, you don't recommend it. I don't. It's very uh, well. It is what it is. It is what it is. You know, it's a very, it's a very shallow film, but it's also I don't know. Simple. Yeah, it's simple. I I was engaged when I watched it. I have no compulsion to go back to it. Yeah. But I'm completely fine with its existence. Oh yeah, I don't like. And it. I don't feel like it wasted my time. I don't.
2: I do think that.
1: Oh, I don't. You know, I I th-
2: I, I don't loathe it. Mm. But I do. Th- I got nothing out of it. I got absolutely nothing out of it okay it, yeah there's zero depth I and mean, we're not just being snarky no no it's just fights the film is just fights yeah I there wasn't a variation in it for me and a lot of it's CGI and that puts me off with that yeah the CGI isn't great no. but also it's Apple TV right it is I know it'd have to be yeah like it's hard to do that stuff but you know what I mean it's like well you can do anything with CG now yeah so there's no it's not impressive if yeah if you're in the market for that then I guess watch mm. it okay should we talk about a better film? Well, what is this better film? The Vast of Night. Oh,
0: that is a better film. Yes.
2: Mm. <laughs> so much better. What do I haven't think? even seen Greg. Eddie, you take the lead on this, because we've been gabbing.
0: Oh, so what do you want to know? What, what, what is, you thought of it? Is, <laughs> what the film is? Your um, review? We're like
2: 27 episodes in now,
1: Eddie. We thought we could take your training wheels off a bit here. Oh, is it up to 27?
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> it's where the podcast crashes and dies. That's where it dies, yeah. <laughs> um... No, I mean I, I, it's my third favorite film of the year. Okay. Behind. Uh, well, I I do the same thing Sam does. So my my first two are Parasite, then The Lighthouse. Oh, you
1: go on UK release. Yeah, as I they see. are mine.
0: So yeah, yeah. identical. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, it's basically a film set in New, a, a fictional town in New Mexico. Yeah. It's based off of the like, well, it's loosely based off like the Kecksburg U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, UFO incident and Foss Lake. And it involves someone who picks up interference on a radio thing, yeah, uh, like on a radio transmission, and then they try and like figure out what it is, and then aliens.
2: Yeah, it's it's just about
0: (laughs) way to spoil the film,
2: Eddie. It's one night, you know. It's uh, it's it's almost
0: real time, isn't it?
2: Basically, it's
1: basically Mm. real time. There's
2: a yeah. The only it might be real time. I think the only thing that discourages me from saying that wholeheartedly is it's not a one shot film.
1: You know, no, there are plenty
2: of one shots. There are. I would say I would say the first like 40 minutes is definitely real time I think it'll I think it all is because yeah, when they drive then, to the woman's house it's like the idea is that it's so small that you just yeah it's over
1: there yeah yeah you know? but like when it gets to the second half of the film there's a lot more uh cutting yeah and stuff like that maybe, maybe. so it's you lose a bit whereas in the beginning it's mostly like one
2: takes so you know exactly yeah. how long this is taking Yeah, you lose a bit of that in the second half yeah you're kind of talking
0: me in minutes really oh yeah most. if that
2: yes so it's these two characters one is a uh, a DJ Yeah. Yes, one's a radio, radio one's, radio. Yeah.
0: Yeah. one's oh. a radio DJ and one works as a switchboard operator, a switchboard operator. But they're both young
2: they're both very young
0: yeah yeah she's 16 he's like 18 yeah 18 something that. like that yeah
2: yeah it's nothing really happened I mean they they hear this transmission (laughs) and then they kind of put out over over the airwaves like if anyone knows what this is get in touch a guy gets in touch clarifies what it might be yeah they investigate further Mm -hmm. I don't I don't really want to say anything spoilery about this one well, he's already given away the ending. Well, he said Aliens. Yeah. Well, okay. No, no. Yeah, okay, look, okay. Like, that uh, like, need not have been a spoiler because it's obviously about Aliens. Yeah. You've right. now confirmed that he spoiled the ending. No, no, He no. spoiled so it first. We should, no, no, we no, didn't. No, but,
0: no, but I'd like to point out, Aliens doesn't technically spoil anything about the film because the poster shows you the light beaming down. Yeah. So if you see anything, if you see the trailer hmm. and you see the poster, you will know this film is to do with well, Aliens. Well, here's a question.
1: Did you, either of you, at any point, doubt that? this was the work of aliens no no is that the film's intention do you think no okay because i was gonna say if that is the film's intention is that it's trying to like build some ambiguity, ambiguity. before the reveal then it fails so I, I never doubted it
2: no no i don't i think it's trying to build up a sense of dread not okay, not no. dread but anticipation of Ooh, okay
0: i de- i think it's definitely this but when's it gonna come yeah you know suspense yeah, I mean the thing is, is that there's like there's one thing I want to spoil. I don't. It doesn't. I don't know how much it spoils. Well, we've spoiled it now. Well, no, I no, we'll,
1: we'll, we'll sort of
0: say it to us in as vague terms as you can, and we'll say whether it's worth yeah talking about. It's about the guy that phones. Yeah, I think that's okay because I want to talk about that. Okay, right. So the guy that phones, hmm. uh, Billy. Yeah, yeah. Billy uh, is black. Yeah. Yes. Um, and that uh plays off in the idea. It's that, set in
2: the fifties as well. Yeah. it's set in the, f- oh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Set in the fifties. And yeah, that plays on the idea that when there were possible UFO sightings in America or yeah. landings, uh, that they would send out people from who were Mexican or black, because if you weren't going to believe anyone at that time, it would be minorities. Yeah, yeah. 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 So therefore, that's why they sent them. Out. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what
2: that's it. the that's what made me love the
0: film. That idea. Yeah. The, oh, that's a cool idea. I've yeah. never heard that idea. I before. I think though I think it's based off of genuine, the idea, the genuine I, wouldn't be, the idea. I wouldn't
1: be surprised if
0: yeah if that's a genuine if the, like yeah or if I'm the like, like, UFO is just some like no, dangerous terrain
2: yeah, yeah, send exactly. out. yeah, yeah. yeah. they yeah. send out they, Blazing yeah. Saddles yeah I'm not going to repeat the joke yeah. but yeah.
0: if you've seen laser Saddles you know what the joke is <laughs> yes but that, that idea it's like oh that's cool yeah I like that it's got an absolute nothing cast like they're, yeah they're, I don't know anybody in yeah it. we don't know anyone yeah. the because the, the film starts in a gymnasium yeah and at one point
1: a teacher comes over to talk to Everett, Or oh, Emmett,
2: Everett. I can't remember. I
1: think it? I just did the thing because one of the first scenes is characters it, it, confusing it, for it someone is, else. Was, uh, it is Everett, and that's exactly what I did. Okay. Um, but yeah, the the like teacher walks over, and for a split second, I thought it was Kathy Bates, and okay. I got really excited, and then I was like, "Oh, it's not Kathy Bates." No, but, it'd be weird if there was any star. She, in it. She, oh yeah,
0: she's, she's. I just watched the trailer. She's in something.
1: Yeah, she is an actress. She she tends to be. <laughs> no, in no, no.
0: But like, I just watched the trailer that she was in. Oh, okay. I mean. uh, yeah. No,
1: it's um. Is it a first-time filmmaker? It might be. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's impressive if if it is. Yeah. If not first, then second. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a tiny film and it's clearly a low-budget film. Incredibly pared down. But it's a very
2: confident film. It is. Not cocky. No, not cocky. We talked about how there were plenty of one-shots and and how much we generally hate those. Yeah. Not in this film. No. Um, I can't imagine the film being shot conventionally. No. No. Now
1: that uh, having seen those one shots, I can't imagine uh, like a like a like a lazy version of that. There's of, that sequence the
2: where we go back to the school, mm. and we just tra- the camera travels through the whole town basically.
1: Yeah, there and are no characters on screen. It is literally just the camera goes from one location to another. Yeah, nothing happens. Never cut away. And the
2: thing is, you could say, "Oh, it's, that's gimmicky," but no, it has a point. The yeah. point being that the town is this small that you can just nip over. Yeah, the camera can just nip over to the school her the girl operating the switchboard I think that's my favourite scene in the film that's impressive yes as she's just trying to yeah yeah
1: because you're watching it it. and yeah the idea is that she's like she's operating the switchboard like a switchboard operator does Mm. and then she gets that uh staticky interference that's we find out is the work of greater beings so she's like just calling random people in the town she's like hey um you know, have you, are you okay? Have you heard anything? No? Okay. And then yeah. she calls up, like, the guy on the radio. It's like, can you listen to this for me? She calls up, like, the switchboard operator that she took over from. Can you, like, tell me what's going on?
0: Mm-hmm. And the lines keep going
1: down. And the lines, lines keep going dead and all this stuff's happening. I think that shot's about 10 minutes long. Yeah. Of her
2: just, like, switching the switchboard around and talking to people and listening.
1: Yeah. Basically.
2: There's a lot of listening. Yeah. Mm. A lot of listening. Like, that, that monologue over the... Like, that... that the black soldier that's just over the phone you yeah. just hear him there's like long
1: portions of that conversation where the screen just goes black there isn't even anything on screen Yeah, yeah. you're literally just listening to him yeah
0: yeah Yeah, I, I loved it's, it uh, yes uh, it is Andrew Pattinson's first it is his first film Yeah. Uh, he also wrote it but under a pseudonym yes yeah and yeah produced it under the same pseudonym okay
2: I, I've been thinking a lot about I'm not sure I talked about this on the last podcast uh, filmed monologues yeah I love characters telling stories mm. on film and like there's that Elderly lady who tells a story about her kid. Uh, yeah, kid? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he is just listening to her. Mm, Nothing yeah, happens yeah. in us. It's to her telling the story. Yeah, we don't
1: yeah. even, we barely see any reactions from him. I think one the camera, camera is just pointed at her. Yeah. Slowly
2: moving in is, That's as the
1: story it. is being told.
2: I just loved it. Yeah. I thought it was great. I, I love that kind of aesthetic as well. I love 50s America, mm. especially. New Mexico, Roswell, yeah, sort of, something foreboding is coming. It played right into that. Yeah. Yeah, don't go expecting a sci-fi action no, film.
0: No, um, well, that's one thing to talk about, is it, it is reviewed either really well yeah. or really poorly. And that is because... Is it uh, the trailer? Okay. I, well, I think it's a trailer, because it, it makes it look more like a sci-fi action film. I get that. Like, they have, Drive, we've talked about before, they try to sell that as like yeah, a Fast and Furious-style yeah. film. I get the impulse
2: it, it is a bit shitty plus how do you market a film which is just people listening yeah <laughs> yeah on a well, podcast you market it, to, <laughs> you market it to, I, I mean I don't know like I know they've got to you know they've got to balance it all out and they've got to recoup their money and everything but I get you market it to people like us as snotty as that sounds hmm. Mark it saying this is a film it's a low key drama about this you know hmm. you don't have, but I, they have to draw in as big a crowd as they can but yeah I don't know how I feel about that Mm. I guess just, it, that's capitalism. Mm. You've, you've got to do that a bit. Um, yeah, but we, again, we're talking about the
1: last podcast. We talked about um, the next time teasers for the final two episodes of Series 8 of Doctor Who, right. which completely misrepresented those episodes. Yeah. Despite not using footage that didn't exist in those episodes, it cut them together in a way that completely changed the context. It's,
2: it's, the, it's the editing, isn't it? Yeah. That's the thing. I don't know. Because like, they, they misadvertised a plot point, right? About Clara, yes. yeah, yeah, you can't do that. I think if you just you're using stuff from the film, but you're putting it together in a way to suggest it's more action packed than it is. Yeah, I don't really have a problem with that as long as you don't missell. But that's what trailers are,
1: aren't they? Yeah, they're like I was thinking of um, uh, Dishonored, which is a video game that came out like ages ago. Yeah, uh, but that the 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 thrust of that game is that you can uh, take a stealthy approach, mm. or you can kill everyone in sight. And the game sort of, like, accommodates for right. which path you take. But the trailers only show the, the killing. They don't show yeah. the stealth. Because how do you advertise uh, someone sneaking in a bush in a way that's exciting? Yes.
0: You know? Well, say, it's like when I did we did Disillusioned, mm. I wanted to do a trailer for that. But the trailer was just going to be uh, you sat on a bench yeah. with John running. Yes. That's all I wanted. Right. Has
1: uh, Disillusioned been brought up on Fun Filtered before? Or Maybe. is this going to be completely
2: alien to people?
0: Ah, oh, there's a short film on YouTube. It's called Disillusion. It's great. The,
2: <laughs> that was made when under a different company. Yes. Yes.
0: Um, we
2: recommend The Last of Night. Yes. Okay. Do, yes. do we recommend Disillusioned? Yeah. <laughs> I don't not recommend it. Okay. It, you get it, to see us, was, me yeah. and Eddie,
0: act. <laughs> so there's that. You get to see so my, you, get to, I, 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 you <laughs> get to see my face act, not the rest of me. My face does all the work.
2: Well you don't really you, no, Nothing
0: is required Of the rest of you really No 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 but My face is just all Expressions yes. every Three seconds before. Mine isn't Yeah um, You've have, got you. No, yeah but you can do The acting I, thing That's the point I can't act No 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 But you've got like The acting thing is being able To make your face Not have expression <laughs> Oh I'm a fucking
2: I'm a brando then <laughs> so, you know, if Whereas, if my whereas face mine nothing, does too much That okay, man is expressionless it. What an actor <laughs> Gosling I mean he's got the looks To carry it to be fair Yeah yeah Um, Is there an actor Who's like does nothing And is an ugly fuck And you're like They're good (laughs) Is there There must be Um, one I don't know Um, Okay should we move on to Scoob (laughs) Uh, Eddie you take the lead again Because you're the Scoob acolyte
0: Oh Where where do I begin Um, With the film Don't watch it <laughs> <laughs> that's my recommendation let get
2: to the point and then
0: there's that yeah <laughs> that's my recommendation honestly don't watch it um, yeah I was, I, it, I was not a fan it's got bad writing it's got lazy writing uh, it's got writing where it's trying to be smart but it's not uh, it's, it's a shared all the writing it's all got, all got the a bad shared writings. fucking universe kept <laughs> Yeah. getting me yeah 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 um I just... Dick. Dick, You didn't like that?
2: (laughs) Dick. You didn't enjoy that? They knew exactly what they They were doing with that, didn't they? That's the one sincere laugh the film got. Yeah.
0: It's... Dick. With a D. It's got a Simon Cowell cameo that doesn't need to be there. Right, what what was it? it,
2: 2005?
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) What is it with Simon Cowell? and I kids don't. films because he got Shrek 2 he was on the DVD special features Well, that's like
2: 2004 that's S- fair enough
1: yeah he was in Postman Pat or a facsimile of him was in Postman oh, Pat right, okay. I think he actually voiced the character right and now he's in Scoop yeah I don't,
0: I don't fucking get it do people
2: do kids like, like Simon Cowell Simon Cowell well he's I mean he's like a, a pantomime villain for kids isn't he boo well i say for adults as well yeah but I mean I what I was familiar with the X Factor when I was a kid mm. and I you know he was a oh he's a nasty judge mm. but I didn't, wasn't like a fan of Simon Cowell
0: yeah, yeah it's
1: weird to be a fan of a music producer he's just a weird right,
2: guy but to bring, bring
0: in yeah. but they bring him in because he's Mr. Mean and he's splitting up the gang
2: but there's someone else they could have got to oh, do yeah. that surely that's oh, yeah. more culturally relevant yeah I'm sure Trump wouldn't have done it
0: <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> no but fair enough yeah um but yeah, like I didn't I didn't like that. But in the scene in which he first appears, mm. they're talking about the fact that like what Mr. Ink's gonna do next. I start talking about the fact like taxes and stuff, and I'm like, it's a
2: fucking kids film. <laughs> That's the, something for the adults though, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah.
0: This, I think this is like
2: the
1: main problem with Scoob is that it's Scoob, Scoob, my yeah. mistake. Uh well it's a very corporate film, isn't it? Yeah. That is to say a corporation clearly thought of this film. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like you said, it's a shared universe thing. It's trying to do it's got it's it's the sa- it's making the same mistake as D C where it's trying to do the Avengers and Iron Man in the same film. Mm. Like you had the D C shared universe that started with you did Superman, right now it's Batman vs Superman. Yeah. We've yeah. got Scoob, but also you've got all of these people who are in it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They changed Which is just as well because
1: this universe isn't going to continue with Scoop. No, get everything down They
0: changed the origin of how he gets his name.
1: Yeah. Well we saw that yeah, we saw that the yeah. trailers.
0: Oh yeah, do we do we
1: do we talk about the history of Scoob on this podcast? Fa-
0: yeah, we talked about this. Is actually mind.
1: our third discussion of Scoob, but both prior discussions were
0: cut. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's fine, cause this one's
0: getting cut as well. So, we'll
1: just <laughs> oh, should we do yeah. that? Just like <laughs> it'll never be, <laughs> no. yeah. Like uh, one day, uh, people can sell like the Scoob discussions on eBay at like an extortionate <laughs>
0: price. Um, but yeah, they changed the name of how he gets it, uh, how he gets his name, which changed the name of
1: how he gets his name.
0: To, they changed how he. no gets, no I'm, I'm, yeah.
1: I'm, the way you said it they changed the name the way they, they changed the name how he got his name
0: oh just fuck off um, don't why are you correcting him like that um, I, it is. I, I picked up on it I thought like I, I you know alright if on. wrong i to point it out because um, his technically his name in like the original thing is Scoobit Doobit yes yeah. um, and in this it is Scooby is scooby-dooby-doo yeah and he gets his name because Shaggy sees a box of Scooby Snacks originally calls him Snacks yeah. and then goes no well,
1: that's because it's a comedy Eddie you got you got to have jokes in no is,
0: there's nothing funny about this film
1: um, <laughs> um, there's two things funny about no, this film no Dick is funny Dick is funny <laughs> Dick, we all, Dick come on we all love Dick Eddie come on
0: <laughs> I'm clipping that <laughs> <laughs> I'm clipping that
1: um, um, yeah Dick is funny and at the no, end no when, no no at the end when um, Scooby keeps eating the Scooby snacks that Daphne's trying to distract uh, Cerberus with and he mm. just goes I am so weak that's yes, funny yes that's funny
2: that is funny.
0: I prefer that over the dick thing because I don't, yeah. the reason I don't like the, the line about where he's saying dick yeah. is because they follow it up by making a joke about the F word. Right. And it just, it's like, you're going to say dick for 10 minutes and then just be like, oh, we can't Wait, say the F word. You know,
2: my policy is that any jokes aimed at adults in a kid's film have to be
0: explainable to kids. Yeah. It's yeah. like the Tinder joke. Yeah. There's a Netflix joke. Why is there a Tinder joke? There's a school? Tinder joke. Yeah. yeah. yeah there's a point where these like are you not entertained it's just trying to be relevant
2: again like Gladiator. that's 20 years ago yeah Yeah. a gladiator reference (laughs) yeah like I think there's one in Shrek right yeah which is a year after yeah that makes sense yeah Yeah. Um, the double unmasking yeah I I don't I think the more Scooby Doo talks the creepier he is I think when it's just like when it's just that it's fine when he's like I love it Ah. he's speaking <laughs> like Lord, give it to me he, shaggy. he enunciates yeah. Yeah. I don't
0: like that it's supposed to be him just going yeah
2: yeah, just, I said, yeah noises. Like,
0: he barely talks right in the original in the original one yeah he's a yeah. dog uh, yeah he, it is just noises basically unintelligible noises yeah, yeah. yeah occasionally you might say Scooby-Doo
2: yeah That's it. <laughs> but
0: <laughs> a narcissist
2: uh, but yeah now he's just having chats and it's weird. Yeah, he like is it. straight up talking. Even when about. he's like, a kid, a puppy. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's doing that.
1: And also because of that, uh, the fact that his speech impediment gets in the way. <laughs> so they have to keep, like, changing what his speech impediment affects so that he can say lines. Yeah. So the whole dick joke is obviously uh, predicated on the fact that he can't say dick. Mm. And yet he says D multiple times throughout the rest of the script. Yeah. So he's clearly just fucking with yeah. dick dastardly.
2: I, um, I like
0: Matley. I always like Matley. Okay. Just... <laughs> Yeah, but they make a Stop joke that. about Motley being chipped. What's wrong
2: Wait, with that? No. You don't want Motley being chipped? Why? What's wrong with because that? Because
0: you don't fucking need it in a kid's film. It's not really like an adult joke, is <laughs> it? No, but yeah. Yeah, what, I'm sure what like, what most kids, say- kids know that dogs get chipped. Yeah, but what- why do you need it in the film why do you need it it's just an attempt at a joke I'm not saying it's a good joke no it's a shit joke it's a shit
2: as a a subject I don't think it's like we can't go near that honestly
0: it's a shit film it is a shit film it's a shit film and I I genuinely and I said it to you before we uh, got on the thing but not before you got here I hate it more than Cats
1: oh wow okay are you you saying that as a fan of Scooby-Doo or or as a lover of cinema do you hate it
2: more than Cats or are you saying it's worse than Cats for me it's both okay I can get hating it more than Cats I don't understand saying it's worse than Cats. This film is more I guess functional than Cats. Like
1: it's more Well it's it's sane. sane. It's at least sane. Yeah it's sane. And it feels like things are working in the way that they're intended. Yes. Those things aren't good but they're working as they're supposed to be working whereas Cats it feels like things that are supposed to work are not working. Scoob is shit
2: but it's legible. Cats is illegible mess. Yeah. Yes. Patches, oh no, my okay, God, yeah. oh i watching. Yeah. yeah.
0: But no, I but you hate <laughs> I, I, so honestly enough. I hated that much.
2: That's okay, fair. Enough. I mean, I did hate it. I it, it was patience testing even though it's not that long.
0: Yeah,
1: it's yeah, But I, it's just cynical as yeah, well, yeah. isn't it? And but it's I, hard, yeah. so hard to get behind a film like that.
0: But yeah, I I will say I, I do think part of it comes from being a fan of the original series of yes. Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Scooby's like not sold out
1: because I haven't seen these films, so I don't know exactly how they sit. But he's done like, you know, WrestleMania crossovers and he's right. done like... He's like Tom and Jerry in a sense where they can sort of be paired up with anyone and do anything.
2: Yeah, I don't think Scooby-Doo can sell out, right? It, it yeah. was never like a protected property in a sense of like, yeah. oh, how dare you include scooby It's like Doctor Who. No offense to it. It mm. can't sell out really, can it? If no. a Doctor Who If Doctor Who's doing comic relief, like, yeah, fair. But enough. it
1: would be like doing a Doctor Who movie where... The Doctor teams up with a superhero and it's just like a Marvel film. And the Doctor is the sidekick, you know? Okay. It's... it's um, Yeah, like, this film doesn't really adhere to the Scooby-Doo formula. No. Because even though they've done WrestleMania crossovers and they've done episodes with Batman and shit, like, it's still a Scooby-Doo episode. Yeah. Batman is just a character in that story. Yes. Whereas in this Scooby-Doo film, the Scooby-Doo characters are characters in a superhero film. Right. It's not a Scooby-Doo film.
2: No, I agree.
1: Yeah, and yeah. I think that's another problem because that you need. This is the problem. They're selling it. Obviously, they want to pull in as many people as possible. But there's a lot of stuff in here that I feel like you need to be a Scooby Doo fan to appreciate it. Okay. Mm. Not just that, but like the fact that they this is a superhero story. They're playing on. They're playing off the the typical thing you expect from Scooby Doo. This is like a change in the norm of Scooby Doo. But as far as this film is concerned, this is the only. Scooby Doo that exists. Yeah. So it's 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 altering the norm without establishing yeah. a norm.
0: Yeah. Also, the the new version of the Mystery Machine at the end of the oh, film. Oh, it's that. fucking hideous. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> fucking off. hideous. Like when you see Scooby Doo, yeah. the Mystery Machine and how it looks is part of it. Yeah. Like yeah. That is p- that is part of what it is. Right. The there is someone it's, it's like changing the DeLorean from Back to the Future yeah, isn't yeah. It? yeah. but like, I mean like in Cardiff I can't, I can't remember where All but the there Tardis. is there is someone the who owns a car that is modelled and made to a mystery machine yeah yeah and that like, just shout over that design. I, I, and they just, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I laughed
1: yeah. when um, Simon Cowell said Daphne you're the people person of Mystery Inc and she fucking isn't <laughs> who fred is i guess is he i guess yeah like da- fred is, uh, fred's, is the- the- fred's the tank though isn't he no fred is yeah. the leader fuck off fred is the leader velma is the smart one yeah. daphne is the woman yes yes pretty much no, no, she's, the a, she's the damsel she's the hot one, one. she's the damsel yeah, she's in distress yes. and she's the hot one that's what daphne is yeah maybe maybe because scooby-doo like is still going in multiple incarnations so maybe there is there are more recent versions of Scooby-Doo that try to address the
2: the archetypes that those what characters fulfill 60% of those of that team yeah. is deeply unqualified oh yeah I don't know what they're doing only for Velma okay fair enough yeah and Fred you could say yeah. just as like a, the, the leader sort of thing yeah the other three what are they doing there What's Shaggy and Scooby? What are they offering? <laughs> or they, they say at the end of the film what are they offer. You're the heart. You're the heart of the team. Yeah, you're the heart of the team. They're not the heart of the team. Like, well, I guess they are, but.
1: Well, they're the ones. You watch Scooby
2: Doo for Scooby and Shaggy.
1: Yeah. You put up with Fred Velmer and Daphne. Yes. Again, I'm speaking, like, my, my experience of Scooby Doo basically ended after Cyber Chase, I think. Right. I've seen I, like
0: I kind of feel like that's when it lasted. Yeah, I've really seen, a... like,
1: fragments of bits of pieces yeah. since then, but. In terms of Scooby-Doo media, yeah. Cyber I mean, Chases in terms me. of
0: your, like, your live action, as a kid... Oh, yeah, they came, the, out, yeah. They came out afterwards, right? Yeah. Okay, I've seen uh, those uh, as well. Yeah. As a kid, the first one is fine. Like, it's not right. great, but as a ki- if you're a kid, the first Scooby-Doo yeah. live action film is fine. Yeah. The second one is not, right? No. But realistically, if you're going off animated ver- like versions of Scooby-Doo, I would say after Scooby-Doo and the Cyber Chase, which came out in 2001... Right, hmm that's that's
2: I'm completely uninitiated here like I saw the two live action films when I was a kid okay. and I knew that Scooby-Doo was a cartoon and the mystery machine and all yeah. that but I've got no sense of what it is Okay. other than a cartoon do you know what I mean I don't yeah. know the films the TV show how many episodes the
1: gang they go to a place
2: oh yeah I know there's a that. monster Yeah. they look for the monster Scooby it's Gacky
1: Scooby Shaggy. and Shaggy. He's heroin food. addict. <laughs> no, he's
2: a weed. He's, weed, a, he's, he's a, a, weed weeder. a weeder. A uh, weeder. A pothead. A pothead. called. Yeah, not a weeder. <laughs> not a weeder.
1: Shaggy's just going around like weeding in the garden. <laughs> so, Shaggy. <laughs> We're looking for a ghost. Uh,
2: we don't recommend. Screw it then. No, we no. absolutely
1: don't recommend it. Um, no, Jason Isaacs is, is, is fun. He's having fun. I, I was all over the place then. <laughs> but yeah, there's a couple of people actually in this film where. It's not entirely clear who the um, who the voice actor is. Like, yeah. I, I wouldn't have said it was Tracy Snipes no. doing Dick Dastardly. not I mean, at all. I wouldn't have said it was Mark Wahlberg doing uh, Falcon Fury. Whatever no, he's not really. I thought that was Ryan Reynolds. Genuinely. Oh, okay, you can tell Tracy Morgan.
2: You can tell. You can tell Tracy Morgan a mile away. Um, yeah, uh, Will Forte does not sound right. It's trying too hard yeah. to sound like Shaggy. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, he's really struggling with that. Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with it. Like,
2: is he he just... He's just not quite hitting it.
1: Yeah, it's like he's straining constantly to to say it. And it sounds like he's, uh, like, tearing up almost. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Don't watch it. No. Okay. Uh, Eddie and I watched The Five Bloods. Yep. Eddie, what do you think of The Five Bloods? It's all right.
0: Yeah. I, I wouldn't go okay. as far, no <laughs> no but I wouldn't go as far as to say that it's a masterpiece or anything like that. God no. Um, well, this is your it, opportunity a, to convince me because I haven't seen the Five Bloods yeah. and the trailer well, it, didn't exactly sell me no, on the film. It's a topical film it, 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 in the sense of it brushes alongside the Black Lives Matter. Movement. It's slightly topical, so it, it's its own
2: story that then tries to find parallels. Yeah. To current political.
0: Yeah, yeah. It talks. So, yeah. It, you know, it talks about the Vietnam War and black people in the Vietnam war and then yeah, and the modern day and in the modern day
2: yeah well it's a film of two halves definitely yep. the first half it's you know it's them but the, so the plot is these four black soldiers who were in their own unit in Vietnam Yep, uh, where their commander was killed they found gold and they buried it yeah and they said they would come back for it and finally like there's been a landslide, a mudslide and like part of it's been exposed
0: now yes yeah, so because they, they yeah. the, the gold was found in the shell of a plane that had crashed yeah. Okay. Uh, so when they're going back it's because like the tail of the f- plane yeah. has finally been revealed because the and that
2: sort of thing yeah. so yeah they go back and it's you know, obviously 40, 50 years since they've been there yeah. um, and to retrieve the, the body of their fallen squad. Yeah. yeah the fallen squad played by Chadwick Boseman played by Chadwick Boseman the only, I think the only face that most audiences will be familiar with yeah, yeah it was, was the only one, one I knew unless you watch The Wire you're not going to know anybody else in it no, they do. They do have that guy. I think Isaiah Whitlock Jr. He's the one that gave birth to she. Oh, right. Okay. And he does that in every film he's in. and He does it in this as well. Okay. Um, I think that was debuted in a Spike Lee film, Twenty Fifth Hour. Okay. But uh, well, it's, yeah, so, it's only polite, isn't it? Yeah, you got to do it. Do it yeah. She. <laughs> um. Yes. So they go back, and then the first half of the film is them kind of getting reacquainted and finding a guide and agreeing with this dealer on like the, the share and all that sort of thing okay and then they go tracking and reminiscing about the past and there are parallels and you see them back then playing themselves as younger guys yeah they've been but, de-aged oh yeah okay is, is, how have they been de-aged I gotta say I didn't even notice that it looked to me like they were just And uh, it's de-aged but sli- only slightly only slightly. slightly It basically I I just accepted it as a dra- dramatic conceit that we just see them as they are now back okay at. do you all know right. what I mean fair enough you don't question it really yeah um, like they, they're all together when they found out, find out that Martin Luther King has been shot and they're all like fuck it let's go kill people and Chadwick Bozeman, to be fair given that it's a Spike Lee film says no we don't do that hmm. you don't do violence because of this you do the opposite of that hmm. and then something happens about halfway through the film okay <laughs> and it completely pivots and 180s and becomes a fairly traditional jungle action movie yeah after at that point it has fla- it flashes back to some of the Spike Lee quirks mm. there's like Dalra Lindo who's the standout yep. in the film he's kind of like the if there's a main character I suppose it's him yeah he's the one technically billed as the lead he's the Colonel Kurtz so he they go there and then he starts to go a bit postal oh I see because he's still struggling with PTSD yeah. and he worshipped the commander and still hasn't gone over his death okay and he just loses it basically yeah. and goes off on his own
0: and monologues to the camera about I can't even remember what it's about what a, a monologue's about a bunch of shit but yeah. he, he literally monologues like he's facing the camera looking yeah, yeah. straight on just does a monologue okay yeah
2: it's a Spike Lee thing you know it's, yeah. one yeah. the, it's quite
0: predictable
2: after yeah. that turn yeah I when that happened it was like a oh okay <sighs> well, we can see what the turn is right spoiler alert spoiler alert if you want to see the film one of them steps on a landmine and just blows up, right? And I know that seems like oh, Tropic Thunder. It, it Tropic Thunder, is, yeah. <laughs> right, okay. Except there's even more. There's more in Tropic Thunder. It just happens, right? Yeah. In this, there's a. You know it's going to happen when it, just before it happens because he, it's really walk-
0: focusing him walking off. Okay. It's focusing on him, and I'm just. I will demonstrate to Jordan just by standing okay. up for a sec. Okay. Yeah. I'll on the race. Right. He's like holding. He's like holding. Yeah. The bag, isn't he? Yeah. And he's like walking backwards. Edging backwards. <laughs> like, like he knows there's
2: one. Right, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And
0: it's already been clarified that they are in an area with landmines. Okay.
2: Yeah. And then he steps on the landmine and just blows up. Mm. And it's so violent.
0: Hyper violent. Yeah. And they have this moment where he's just lying on the ground. Mm. Uh, the top half of him.
2: Yeah, his, uh, his arms are gone. Yeah, his, everything below the waist is. It's uh, just his torso
0: and his head. And one of them's just like holding him as he just dies. Does, does Chadwick
2: Boseman lift up his head and start
1: drinking? He's his he's, he's dead at this point. He's, oh, he's he, the dead. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, does, does um,
2: Delroy Lindo does Delroy Lindo pick up his head? And, no, he doesn't. <laughs> do okay, it. Right. his head's attached to his body. Unfortunately, uh, yeah, that's a shame. Uh, but nothing else is. Um, okay, it's it's so violent. I think it's there to jolt you. And I was, to be fair, yeah, it is like a. The the problem is I don't think it sits well with the rest of the film because when the film is violent, it's hyper violent. Yeah, it's so violent. Like uh, and it's, it they do digital blood, unfortunately. Uh, okay. When they get shot, it's yeah. digital. Yeah. Um. But it's uh, it gets fairly conventional after that. Like everything you think is going to happen does happen. Yeah. A couple survive, and probably the couple you expect to survive. Um, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Is it is it maybe a um, an unwritten rule when you're doing a Vietnam film that it has to become a film like that?
2: I guess, but I mean. I didn't begrudge it like I enjoyed that stuff mm. it's long it's what was it like two and a half hours long the film yeah, yeah. there's like 150
1: minutes like, yeah. something like that and it's
2: pretty dead on halfway through 15- I think it 154 and, okay but it, it ends with like there's a villain and like you know it's an action film and there's yeah. a villain and they kill the villain and you mm. I would say the eb- the ebony politicking aside and the Spike Lee quirk aside so they they've got the conveyor belt. They've got uh, the subtitles. Every word being capitalized. Okay. Yeah. Other than that, it's fairly traditional. Yeah. It it goes. Colonel Kurtz. The score is quite action traditional. Mm. You know, there's a redemption arc. Uh, the structure, the climax. It's all like paint by numbers sort of stuff. Yeah. Similar to the Vast of Night, though, in terms of aesthetic, I have a, a predisposition towards Vietnam films mm-hmm. and films about characters. Uh, reacquainting friends reacquainting when they're older right okay like
0: Mystic River I just Mm. like
2: that sort of thing yeah
0: how times have changed and all Uh, well I really because there is so there's a scene in a bar Mm. and I really like the scene because and how did you pronounce his name Del Uh, Rolindo. no 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 Isaiah Isaiah Whitlock Jr okay so here so they're in this bar and they're like walking through the bar Mm. and he's just dancing
1: yeah. Oh, is it? Honestly, we talking in between his movie dancing? Or? Like no, he's just
0: like doing. Yeah, just this stuff as stuff. he's like jigging along. Oh, right. yeah. Um And he's just loving life. <laughs> and genu- gen- genuinely, he's like he's with his boys. Like, all right, I read that. I really like. just that. Just that scene, just because it's quite nice. The best. <laughs> the best stuff is
2: kind of the first half stuff. I would say. Yeah. Even though yeah. it's nothing really happens. Like they get into an altercation because a guy tries to sell a Vietnamese dude tries to sell a chicken. And,
0: and doesn't re- doesn't relent yeah and then he's just like no 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 chicken, chicken. and yeah. then he just won't stop and and in the end he says you, you killed my parents or something yeah and he's like
2: you, I mean, you almost get into a fight right Delroy Lindo is great yes Pro- like Oscar nominee do we think
0: I yes I suspect so given the year I think yeah. there's a chance more it'll be up for more than just that I, yeah, uh, but if you were going to nominate someone anyway it'd be him it would be and him. he deserves it I yeah. think he is great
2: I would say the, it does have the politics in it it's got discussions about Trump because one of them voted for Trump the crazy one voted for Trump uh, of course um, and at one point uh, they're in a bar and someone kind of blames the, the son for Trump mm. he stands up and he says as a black American or something I take no responsibility for the Klansman in the White House or something like yeah. that there's all that stuff in there there's a MAGA hat the problem is given its length the film ends up being quite shallow Mm. not as shallow as Greyhound Mm. but the problem is it's two and a half hours yeah it's too long for a shallow film yeah you know it's a 90 minute thriller that's socially conscious I think at its heart yeah that's where it should be not like an epic war drama no because it's not a war film it's an action film I Mm. think its length isn't quite indulgence it's more to elevate it I would say beyond the typical
0: fair okay to make it awardsy but
2: I was never bored
0: no I can't say it was bo- uh, I, not- no, I have to say because I watched it on a coach back from London right and for me I, I, like it kept me interested yeah while I was watching it well given it's
2: length as well it's it's not there's not much fat to it no you don't think well that could go that could go that could mm. go it's like it plays out fairly consequentially yeah okay and all the annoying politics I think are drowned out by the story largely yeah it yeah. it just like like I said, it kind of even gestures towards a sensible ethic mm. like with mm. Chadwick Boseman saying, uh, "You got the violent impulses, you got to quash them." Yeah, uh, but it was the same problem with Black Handsman, and that is the coda ruins it because mm. in um, Black Handsman it was Charlottesville, right? Yeah, the the, uh, the guy who ran over.
1: Oh, in the, the
2: protesters. was it in the truck?
1: You ran it was over the car. The, I think, isn't it? Oh, the car. Okay.
2: Um, in this, it's Black Lives Matter. So one one of the characters donates his share of the gold to BLM yeah it's like
0: okay you've
2: ruined it for me anyway
0: okay I, it was just so unnecessary like yeah, yeah. And, I, and very trying to be on the nose about it
1: I just like I just kind of want a film that doesn't have to be caught up in current affairs right you know in the cop age. yeah, yeah. Can, we, can we just can I just enjoy this Vietnam War I, World I, World I World do World World World. miss
2: it I miss it I yeah. miss
1: films not having to slot that in I mean I will based on what you've said I will watch it
2: yeah yeah oh no um, I recommend but, it yeah, yeah I do
1: all told I recommend it but it, it would be nice to just have a film that's a film you know it can have thoughts and ideas of its own but it, yeah. it doesn't
0: have to be does it have to be so entrenched in the uh, current affairs? Well, say, of the films we've discussed so far yeah The Vast of Night that's about the closest you get
1: and yeah, a superior piece yeah and Greyhound I guess but then again I don't. no there is a black guy in
0: the film yeah there's a couple the, he's the chef yeah.
2: yeah Messman Bestman. Okay. Well, I, do we recommend it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I do. I do recommend, recommend it. it. I do think. As I say. I think. I think at minimum, Delroy Lindo will be up. Yeah. Although we were we were just discussing before because I said he's technically billed as the lead, so I expect him to be up for lead. Now you said you thought he might be up for support. I would him.
2: say supporting. Yeah. Yeah. Because because it, it's an ensemble film, it would feel weird. I think um, if he
0: got lead. But yeah, as, as I say, given the year, I mean, it might have made it for best picture anyway. Um, just because of what it is. Yeah. Um, but I said I, I thought Spike Spike Lee might slip into the director category. Well,
1: who's who, who's his competition at the moment?
0: I guess well, remains I, to be seen, we'll, doesn't it?
1: Because The Vast of Night, I'm sure, will consider it awards worthy. Oh, um, yeah. amongst
0: ourselves, yeah, 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 yeah. It'll be it, awards worthy to us, but not to the. Not that's what I say. It's, yeah. uh, it's, it's too small for the. It's too
2: small. Well, I don't know. Cause, I mean, it's so weird, isn't it? It's so delicate because at the moment it's like everything is going to be VOD, and there'll be no major because. Authors
0: won't want their films to be released uh, well, yeah, I on mean, Netflix Tenet's been indefinitely taken off the schedule now oh again yeah, yeah again right okay well the
2: thing is like, Charlie Kaufman is having a film made with Netflix which is upsetting okay it's like oh why why must it all fucking be Netflix but people like Wes Anderson probably won't allow their well, films the French, to be released the French Dispatch was delayed right
0: yeah, yeah. French yeah. French Dispatch was delayed. I mean James Bond well not that it necessarily been up for awards other no. than maybe like the song and well stuff. the song yeah. will be up yeah, yeah. um that there's talk that that's now being pushed back until next summer Okay. Right. well that's the thing 2021 is c- going to be busy isn't it 2021 well, will be a point. big year for yeah. year. either it just carries on like this and this year is a,
2: right, a complete write off or inexplicably like we get back on track and mm. so they just start releasing everything
0: yeah well yeah which I don't think I don't think they'll do that no I think it's more likely that we get but 2021's I, clustered yeah but I think at this point you've got to look at everything that's coming out yeah because TV series have carried on. We've still got most of the like a lot of the TV series that w- probably would have come out because they already filmed it,
2: right? Yeah, 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 right. Yeah,
0: it's next year we're going to see a dress. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but film at the moment, I don't think there is enough coming out this year to warrant there being an Oscars. There will be an
2: Oscars. It, it might yeah, be no, digital, but it, there no. Will, yes, but I'm yeah.
0: saying I don't. At the moment, depending on when things still come out, yeah, I don't think there's enough to warrant it. Uh,
1: this is this is actually I'm actually really interested
2: this year to see what the Oscars Some will might, be because interesting films might crack through
1: on yeah, accident yeah exactly
2: yeah we might reach it like fuck there's nothing to nominate let's nominate The Vast of Night. I said like The Invisible Man now seems viable yeah, yeah. definitely lead yeah. actress or something which we think might deserve some nominations mm-hmm Especially for her. Yeah. Uh, but would normally wouldn't get a lot of that at. that sort of genre stuff never did. I did, I did no.
0: no, I did prefer it on a because I was a bit iffy when we when we first discussed it. Mm. But I But now I we've I, told, I, I I've rewatched Invisible Matter. Now I we've told like you what it. to think you like it, is it? No, no, no. Just like I rewatched it and we're like, Oh okay, it wasn't quite as bad as I yeah felt like it
1: was. No, I rewatched it recently with the family and yeah, it's very it's
0: yeah, it's very good. It's good. It's yeah. very, very good. Yeah,
2: definitely. Holds up. Yeah. So, there, yeah, you
0: and, might I mean that sits as my fourth favourite film of the year now. Same. So, <laughs> they, they might accidentally nominate good films. <laughs> um, I think Tenant will still come out this year. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I don't it's know. ever going to come out. Like, um, that's going to be the tradition now. It's like every year we're going to. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Oh, the annual delaying of Tenant. Uh, <laughs> be like,
0: well,
2: uh, a December film or something, like a Christmas.
0: Yeah. I, th- I, yeah, I think it'll still come out, but I think because obviously like the cinemas have already talked about how um, they didn't know how they're going to open in in Wales they're talking about opening many right I mean I know when it comes to like James Bond yeah I know that there's the Universal versus the Cinemas Mm. kind of situation still going on James Bond is technically a Universal Mm co-production yeah so they didn't know whether that was going to be in cinemas and I know they're trying to rectify it yeah Uh, Universal are in Active Talks at the moment I know that
2: the only thing I worry about is that films that w- that made more money because they went online is going to convince distributors to
0: just stick to online. Well, releases. that's
2: what's happened with Universal, right? Trolls World talk well, yeah.
0: Th- yeah, they've said that they would... Yeah, because that's the dispute with Universal is mm-hmm. that they've said they're going to uh, release stuff online yeah, yeah. and then in cinema. I, I don't... Okay. I d- and then in cinema. The other way around, surely. I think, that's, I think that's the or way... Or
2: simultaneous release. Or simultaneous. Yeah. Like, I don't mind things like... The assistant, for instance, being released mm. online—it's weird watching a lot of these VOD releases now. Thinking, oh yeah, this would have been in the cinema. Yeah, and, them and them this would have feel just cinematic. drowned. Yeah,
1: yeah, it would have drowned in the cinema. Um,
2: that's fine, but not those films, not the proper auteurie films or the big yeah films. You gotta see Tanner on a big screen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
1: I, I would be happy with that if that became like a like a structure going forward where the cinema is it's your Disney films it's your Universal films it's your big fair, mm. like Tenet and whatnot and the the films that have sort of disappeared in recent years like your American Beauties which are kind right. of like middle budget and even like low budget films yeah. they sort of come out on VOD so I feel like there's I feel like
2: you can with VOD yeah, I don't know like I still I feel crazy about it because I still want to be able to watch a Wes Anderson film in a cinema yeah
1: yeah. And and there, there might
2: be like a you know like some venues will do stuff like yeah. that well if it, okay we've got the multiplexes that show all the shit yeah and then c- like cinemas they won't survive though but like yeah cinemas that show those films yeah but well, then the multiplexes do
1: like a, oh every like weekend we show right uh, mid-tier films right yeah
2: and the rest is VOD that's fine because mm. you know there were films that were just released online anyway yeah but I hope this isn't the shape of things to come now. of like, oh, fuck it. We made 10 times more because we put it online. Yeah, let's just do that. Yeah. Should we talk about Doctor Who? Okay.
0: Yep. Do you want to introduce this?
1: do 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 Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do.
2: Doo oh, do doo do, doo do, 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 do. <laughs> new one. No,
1: well, that was that was series four, I think. or well, series three?
2: What is the new one now? It's, it's
1: that horrible whaley one.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh do
1: doo so now that we're introduced, yeah. <laughs> series nine of Doctor Who, and that's our thoughts on series nine. How,
2: um, <laughs> it baffles me that the critics are giving it positive reception. Yeah, I, why?
1: Well, we're in we're in the we're in the dark age now. We are fully in the dark age. Yeah, like series seven. Yeah, revisiting it, it wasn't great, but it was sort of surprising, like just how iffy some of those episodes mm. were. But now, like post series eight, this is Doctor
2: Who on the decline. It's dull. It's so dull. Mm. It is being trapped. It is like <laughs> like a moth in a bath. Like a moth. In a bath. Well, my first note is the guitar isn't plugged in. <laughs> <laughs> Zero out of ten. So, worst season. So, so that can fuck itself. Ah, uh, he's a time lord. He, prob- he
1: probably no, has like no, 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 like, like, I mean, like guitar wave traveling no, technology. He has,
0: he has amps in later episodes. I'm well, sorry, also, he does. I, he does. I, yeah. I was to say. I mean, there is such thing as a pocket amp, but.
2: Doesn't have one. Yeah, he doesn't but have he's amp. but
0: he's not plugged no. in. No, no. If he'd have had a pocket amp in his like co-pocket, then yeah, fine. It's a
1: shame because that is actually Capaldi He is actually Doesn't he? Playing. Playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's in that that's band, that's yeah. why he the doctor now plays guitar, it's because Capaldi could do yeah. it. Yeah.
0: And he joked like, Oh,
2: I shall play the opening theme on a Yeah, and they were like, Yeah, yeah. Right, fuck right, it. Fuck yeah. it. it. Go for it. He was in a band with Craig Ferguson, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. Um have you listened to them? No. No. Are they bad? They're weird. Okay. Listen to them. I, I don't know what, what I think about them. They're punky. Capaldi's the singer, it sounds like. Oh, okay. Playing the guitar and singing. So, yeah, just listen. Okay. Um, In fact, you're going to hear it now. Are we allowed? I think so. Not like they, they can't make money off it, can they? Okay. <laughs> well, we'll see. Our 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 four hour
1: podcast gets demonetized because of (laughs) thirty seconds of that taken down. Oh, this is not gonna be four hours. Come on, no, we're doing okay. We're doing better than last time. Yeah, only two hours. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, yeah. I don't really have much to say. I guess he's cool this season, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I like I like his outfit. I don't. I hate the hoodie. I, he's you like, know, I... he's, you're in your fifties. Don't worry, you're wearing a fucking hoodie. Do you, do you
1: know why he's he's that he's got that outfit? Now. I don't. It's because Capaldi wanted any anyone to be able to cosplay as the Doctor, so that the outfit is designed so that anybody <sighs> oh, can yeah.
2: wear that outfit. And then, but then, like the arc of the not the arc, but there isn't an arc. There, there's there. not the resolution of the season is. And we're back to original outfit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so what was the point? It seems like he was having a slump. Like he just had a breakup when he was eating ice cream. You know, sitting in his hoodie eating well, ice cream. Well, it's out of kind bowl. of like that because that's the first. The it first episode is mostly.
1: Oh, we can't find the doctor and he's about to die. Let's go find the doctor.
2: Yeah, he's wearing a hoodie now. Uh, I guess like cool uncle is the vibe they're going for. Yeah, plays a guitar. He's avuncular. Like I
1: don't know? know how I feel about the change. You you don't have positive feelings towards to Eddie, do you? About what? The fact that he's the change from series 8 to series 9 do you not do you dislike this incarnation of Capaldi you like the
0: outfit you said I li- I no but I like the outfit because I like wearing the similar outfit right. <laughs> see it works <laughs> yeah, but he's not a do- he's not Doctor Who is he the Doctor um, <laughs> yeah like I own a long coat and a hoodie my my, yeah.
1: my only point was going to be um, I feel like there's a little bit more mileage
2: in the PG Malcolm Tucker of series 8 yeah and I like the th- the throwback vibe even if it wasn't it felt like a more traditional incarnation yes. of Doctor I just realised
0: what you meant no I'm not particularly a fan of him yeah
1: year. but I don't yeah. hate this incarnation of Capaldi it's kind of disappointing that he can't be as mean as he was in series 8 right but they still find place for banter and like you know, those those fun, quote-unquote, mm. fun back and forths between him and the companions and stuff like that.
2: Well, well, I saw it as a plus because I realised at one point I was no longer watching Malcolm Tucker.
1: Yeah. Oh, no good, he's not. And that's the other advantage is that it distances yeah. him from that character. Uh, it
2: does. Oh, like, definitely. His face notwithstanding, it does. I
1: think even his face looks softer. It like, does. They, they made such a big deal of the eyebrows in Series 8, you barely notice them. Yeah. Mm.
2: You yeah. I the, the guitar does become obnoxious. I know they're trying to be like cool... But it's like it pops up in like in every episode. Mm. Yeah, not, not literally, but you well, know, every story,
1: every story. That's the that's the other thing to point out about series nine as well is it's basically all two parters. Yeah, which is an interesting choice. Well, it's a, it's a
2: risky gambit. Yeah, because if you got a shit story, you you fucked for two episodes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like that's the that was always a plus. Like if we got shit episodes, like well at least it all resets. The yeah, uh, it is a box. Don't you think they're Like every fucking time, like enough. With well, the they're, tr- they're they're they're
1: sort of fast tracking that character now, aren't they? We've right. had a season of a different character essentially, so we, yeah. now we need to acquaint you with and get you comfortable with this version of Capaldi. So that's probably why yeah. there's such a density of like the guitar and everything. I have a story regarding the first two episodes okay. of the series. Shall I, shall I tell my story? If you want, yes. Okay. I don't know if you know this story, Eddie. Um, so when we were in university, you are given the option as a, as a film student to buy a BAFTA card. Now, what that basically means is that for a small fee, you get this BAFTA card, which allows you to go and see cinema releases for free you don't have to pay to go to the cinema Mm -hmm. Um, and I thought that was the only benefit to it because it was like 35 quid for a year Mm -hmm. so it was student price but it wasn't much so I thought like oh I could just like I'll go and see films for free and I didn't even do that most of the time that shows how like lazy we were in uni I literally had free cinema pass yeah, and I barely saw enough films to just the I think we
2: pass. went a lot, didn't we? I felt, I felt like we we didn't invite you, obviously. No, <laughs> no. Well, no like between, we, ran, between, we went
0: as course,
2: like we, we between like, lectures or whatever. Like, yeah. Actually, we got the things. Yeah, we, we used to go watch all the Oscar. Yeah, well,
0: films. yeah, because yeah. I, I remember us going to see Gravity.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have gone to see that without a Bafta card. Yeah.
0: Uh, just be fair, I remember us going to see Twelve Years a Slave because like a, a few of us went to that. Yeah. You're the only, you, like, you are now the only, like, other than us, you, George, but like, you are the only one of that group, yeah, that I would go to the cinema with now. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: like, people change, times change. Like,
0: <laughs> I guess you can, draw, you can have the tears, I won't. Oh, I, that,
1: that, that was false. That was false emotion. <laughs> no, 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 that was wind. That wasn't tears. So. Um, carry on. Yeah, BAFTA cards. So I thought that was the only benefit, but one day I get an email from BAFTA saying, "Oh, we have." Um, this event that you may be interested in, and it's I saw Dr Who in the title so I was like oh, okay, I'll have a look at this i I should have found this email actually to read it out because from the language of it I didn't really assume anything of it like it said like oh you you we, you go to like people will meet up and uh, we'll watch some clips from Doctor Who and we'll have somebody talking about the clips that you've seen yeah that's the impression I got from the email it's yeah. like oh it's just gonna be like you know like someone who like uh, interned on doctor who is going to be like oh yeah I, I think they did this and that to this mm-hmm. episode so I was like, yeah all right i'll go uh and it was in a uh, cinema like a cinema in mm-hmm. cardiff so i went to the cinema got there red carpet outside it's like oh okay they're uh they're going all out for this mm-hmm. it's rather strange went up to like the bouncer that was on the door i should also point out there was like velvet rope on either side and there were like people behind this rope so i basically walked down this like mini red carpet to this bouncer I was like, oh, is there like a Doctor Who thing on? He went, have you got any ID? I went, no, I gave him my ID. And he went, no, you're not on the list. I went, oh, I've got a, I've got a BAFTA card. He went, oh, hang on. He got out a different list, looked at the list. And he went, oh, yeah, there you are. Off you, off you go. It's like, right. okay. Now I had, I should probably wear, I was wearing like my typical gaps. I was just like wearing jeans. Your school shooter setup. <laughs> my typical yeah. setup. I see what you did there. Don't be like that.
2: <laughs> no, no, you do dress a bit like a school shooter. <laughs> because you've got like the long black coat yeah and you wear black a lot black okay. t-shirts and stuff right and you've got those fingerless gloves oh I, I haven't worn those for years no I know still because my image it, of you is okay, right?
0: <laughs>
2: yeah instead of the AK you've got that long <laughs> massive umbrella <on> the, <laughs> <laughs>
0: do you know what I was actually told off he's gone yeah, full yeah, Kingsman yeah I was actually told
1: off once because I uh, there's like a, a pocket inside my long coat that I hang the umbrella off because it's a curved and <laughs> <laughs> so I was walking in, and I just had, like, the bottom of this umbrella poking out from under my coat. Like, like And the and bouncer was 90%. like, yeah, you might not want to do that. Yeah. People might get the wrong idea. So I like, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I went upstairs, and I was dressed in, like, jeans, trainers, and I had, like, a, like a... I had a, doc- I had a Doctor Who-themed T-shirt where it was just a Dalek in, like, an armchair saying, Procrastinate. Okay. That was the T-shirt that I had. It was from, like, Redbubble or something. It's obviously not there, official yeah. merch. So I went up to, like, the top floor because I was being directed to go to the top floor and there was the bar at the top floor that yeah. they have in the cinema and there were like people behind the bar that were in like tuxedos basically it was completely on my own it was the only person mm-hmm. there so I was like is this the Doctor Who thing and they went oh yeah yeah sit down would you would you like anything can right. we get you a drink can we get you anything to eat mm-hmm. like snacks and I was like no I'm, I'm okay mm-hmm. so I waited there for like a for a little while people started showing up again in tuxedos and black tie fair I was like okay what's going on all of a sudden Stephen Moffat walks through the door it was like right <laughs> and then somebody comes out it's like oh if we could um, if I could have everybody come through to the uh to the screening room now it's like okay went into the screening room Stephen Moffat is at the front of the cinema welcome to the the press screening for Doctor Who series 9 mm-hmm. so somehow for some reason you ended up I ended up at the uh, at the press screening but everyone was in like tuxedos and like yeah. Spart suits and I was in like my Doctor Who procrastinate t shirts. Yeah. So was
2: it two episodes, was it? That's
1: the thing. They'd done one in Scotland and they'd done one in England. Right. And they'd only shown the Magician's Apprentice, which is the first episode of the right. season. For us, they showed the first two episodes. Okay. So I so we saw The Witches Familiar and Magician's Apprentice okay. back to back. Right. And then there was a Q&A at the end. So not only was Stephen Moffat there, fucking Peter Capaldi was there and Jenna Coleman was there. Did you ask a question? I was going to I didn't because it was
0: like everyone was being very Jenna was in the room he wasn't talking <laughs> I wasn't talking
2: no I walking up to the microphone just. may I <laughs>
1: may I what oh god no <laughs> Yeah, no, I was gonna, I was gonna ask a question, but the press was so, um, well, they, they were basically just snatching the microphone
0: from
2: people. That was so I would
0: say that is what the press do. Yeah, I know That's all, what the all press the do. All the
2: journalists like asking press questions. Yeah, like, um. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. that... What colour's your underwear? <laughs> <laughs> what are you wearing underneath that? Oh, Eddie, I, I already Yikes. know the colour. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What do they call it? Gutter. No. <laughs> like in the camp, The paparazzi in the gutter. Like up, up, skirt. Upskirt. Shop. <laughs> uh, upskirt. Is,
1: that, is that what you've been doing? I got a slight crush on the girl. You're painting me as like
0: this weird... <laughs> you like, just
2: implied <laughs> you were wanking in the... In the yeah, I was playing along,
1: okay. but this is cool. getting out of hand Dressed now. as a school
0: shooter <laughs> as well. <laughs> do you doing Criddle's upskirt moment.
1: <laughs> no, no. Because that implies that I was the one who was upskirted.
2: Uh, that's not like going
1: Yeah. On. Yeah, we don't want that no um, yeah no it's just it was interesting to see firsthand just how like you yeah. know vif- predatory and vicious the press are like I'm
2: that you know paparazzi do like in the gutter and take like upskirt shots mm-hmm. and like they, uh, if they wrote an article that was like oh look at a mangy minge right <laughs> that would be a pap smear wouldn't it yeah <laughs> Yeah, well, sorry, to... I guess it would <laughs> it, yeah. it would I'm sorry I had to, to say that well, and that was this edition of Sam's Lexicon. Sam's Lexicorner. <laughs> oh I fucking forgot my lexicon actually what was it relating to it was sort of right into Scoob but not really oh okay so it, I can say that apropos of nothing oh go on then okay here's Sam's Lexicorner <laughs> Sam words phrases Sam's, Sam's, Sam's Lexicorner yeah so it came about Actually, is when we were watching Stalks. Yes, it was. Yeah, but was Scoop does Scoop, this. It does this. So that's why we. Yeah, it's in traditionally American comedies where they will tell a joke, mm-hmm. or there'll be a joke in the film, mm. and then the real joke is just addressing the joke that just happened. Yeah. So can you give an example from Stalks? So in Storks, the
1: mother. Um, like the kid is building like a like a contraption at the top of the house, yeah. So the storks will know where to deliver the baby, and the mother is not on board with this. Mm. But then the son and the father convince her, so she grabs the hammer mm. and she like smashes up the chimney, and she goes, you know, mothers can be fun too. And she smashes the chimney, mm. and then the dust clears, and then she goes. Wow, that chimney was not very well built. I'm a small woman. I could have right that could have fallen down and killed right. us. Like po- pointing at the hole, the holes in the floors in the logic. Yeah, and explaining the what's um, funny about the joke.
2: Yes, or trying something that requires a big effort and then it fails, and the guy goes, "Well, that immediately failed." Yeah, you know, I think they do that in storks.
1: It's yeah, that annoys me. That's one of the things that I hate about American. It's code. very American because it feels like it's rob. It's robbing the audience of that moment yes typically that's a thing in audience it's kind of condescending moments. it is condescending yeah. but that is what you, you 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 know whether you're watching a thing on your own or you know you've gathered up your mates and you're having like a drunk movie night right. that's what you do you go oh yeah. fuck that chimney wasn't well, well right. built yes
2: and now the film is doing it for you so I guess I go oh cheers yeah I, I don't know but that impulse I want to reappropriate a pre-existing term okay Um, gag reflex okay <laughs> that moment is the gag reflex because okay. it makes you want to gag and also, it's yeah. A, yeah, it's a knee-jerk reaction to a joke. Yes, that was that for Sam's Lexicon. Gag reflex. Gag reflex. Gag reflex. Say it. Gag reflex. There we go. <laughs> okay, back to you could, you. could have put on a you could have put on a gag reflex. Gag, gag reflex. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, less valleys.
1: Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: Samuel, words, phrases. Sam's
0: lexicon
2: back to who who exactly what
1: who Eddie what's happening
0: no that's just
2: (laughs) back to Doctor Who that was that was very confusing what happened there it it was wasn't it yeah Yeah. there was like a miscommunication yeah yeah so (laughs) what's with the fourth wall break at the start of that episode it's uh, he's explaining the bootstrap paradox
1: right because it ends up being a plot point later in the episode
2: the fourth wall break.
1: Yeah, I can't. What is it? Well, they. Um, so this is the second part of the second this story.
3: Yeah. Before um, the flood.
1: Before the flood, the episode is called where the fourth wall break happens. Basically, the way that they resolve the situation requires a bootstrap paradox, mm-hmm. which is the paradox where it's the grandfather paradox by another name. Yeah. Whereas you know, if I go back in time and kill my grandfather, I'll never be alive to kill my grandfather. So my grandfather will be alive, but I killed him. So
2: yes, yeah, a variation on that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I think the idea is that they're outright just explaining it to you so that you understand the concept. So when it's employed later in the episode, you understand what's happening. It's just a way of getting the audience on the same page as...
2: Oh no, but uh, so breaking the fourth wall is not a plot point. It's just what he's talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. How is that acceptable? But here's the thing though. I feel like... I'm going to have to consult my
1: notes because I felt like it was a pretty weak excuse for a bootstrap paradox. Yeah. I feel like there have been like way better examples in previous episodes that they could have done this for.
2: But also there's, uh, listen, that starts with a similar sort of him on his own just kind of cogitating. Yeah. But that's done, he's thinking aloud to himself, right? Yeah. This is, he's just telling the audience what it it is. Yeah. How is that acceptable? This never happened in Doctor Who.
1: No, it hasn't. Um, I don't know
2: is the oh fuck it it's got. it's I've, I've, got, I've,
1: I've consulted my notes and my what? only note for before the flood is this is a waste of Corey Taylor Corey Taylor yeah is he in it yeah doing what he's the the roar of the Fisher King
0: of oh, okay. he, that, but that's all he does. That's he does. That's literally all he does. Is it a
2: waste? What What would
1: you get Corey Taylor to do? Well, more than just well, a roar that when, is so synthesized, you can't even.
0: Yeah. It's not even impressive. Well, when they announced it was him, a lot of people assumed he was playing the Fisher King, or at least right. doing
1: the voice. And the voice is Peter Serafinowicz, yeah. I think. Yeah, was, yeah. you yeah. know, like Peter Serafinowicz. He's he's yeah. good. At, he's good at voice work, but you know, Corey Taylor. Yeah, fucking use him.
2: But, so, I mean yeah. he's a singer he's not an actor to be fair so it wouldn't no, be... that's fair
1: enough yeah. but still you know it, it feels like if you're going to advertise Corey Taylor yeah. maybe use him a bit more
0: also yeah. if you're going to create a character why well, have three different people involved. yeah the Fisher you've King you've got a roar a voice and an actor see yeah. the Fisher
1: King doesn't strike me as the kind of monster that would talk no or at least be as quote unquote eloquent as he was definitely
2: Power Rangers villain yeah he's
1: just yeah. a monster he yeah. roars and he's a brute he's not like this you
2: know you doctor you
1: mm. fear me and yeah. blah, blah
2: blah blah it's not that no yeah I just think the fourth wall thing is unforgivable okay I, mm, is it unforgivable
1: I mean most of the series it's it's, it's jarring it's immensely jarring yeah and yeah if it, if the bootstrap paradox was more important to the episode mm. then
2: I would probably would have forgiven it because I would have thought like what we need but it's just another break in the rule you can just explain it all out to Clara I mean that's what they're there for right that's what companions yes. the companion's there for it's us, to be us. Yeah, yeah. Look at her. Don't look at me, you fucking Scot- Scottish dick. <laughs> <laughs> what's the, a what's the derogatory term for a, Scot- a Scotch? They don't like Scotch, do they? No, they don't like, Sco- do they just- like Scotch. They don't. No, they don't. They like be called Scotch. No. Irish? Just call them <laughs> Irish. <yeah. laughs> call them bagpipe and butt munchers. <laughs> yeah, you bagpipers. Okay. Um, I mean, we've spoken ad infinitum about... Uh, them breaking the rules. Yeah, it's like even the format now. Like- <laughs> yeah, this is a hell
1: of a, a rule breaker. Yeah, because they do play with it a bit. Like the the one of these episodes, uh, Sleep No More, is found footage. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Which I feel like came out after the found footage thing was already like you know we're not doing this anymore. Yeah. And here comes Doctor Who. Like oh we 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 we're with the kids too. We're hip and yeah we never, do things never
2: shrug off a gimmick. Yeah. Uh, I think the the main thing to talk about is the monologue which monologue the monologue because it's real cat without well, that monologue
1: oh uh, the war monologue from yes. the Zygon Inversion. yes yeah yeah yeah
2: okay it's not a game Kate that's it yeah <laughs> no it, it's not real cat that's how much <laughs> it's I, not a real, real cat. cat Kate when um, will you learn <laughs> you're a big fan of that aren't you yeah you're a fan of it then <laughs>
1: I like it, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I like it as a... I mean, I don't like that story, the Zygon story at all,
2: really. It is so let down by the episode around it.
1: Yeah, and I feel like um, it's a bit late to be returning to a story that was started in the 50th anniversary. Mm. That feels like something you jump off from. Right. Like, yeah. oh, all of a sudden we're doing the Zygon thing again. The Zygons.
2: What do you that think? That will pick
1: up. So if you want to... <laughs> I said, do- yeah, the
0: Zygons. Okay. What do you think of that monologue? I think the monologue's decent. Yeah. And I like zygons, but no okay. the rest of the episode shit. The
2: the episode is shit. But just the monologue. Let's just focus. Hone okay. in on the monologue. Also
0: oh, the I like I like the idea
1: of Clara being the villain. Okay. Like it's, it's not actually Clara, but yeah. Jenna Louise Coleman is playing the villain. And I think that's a nice I like it when things when shows do things like that where they kind of switch things up slightly. And right. Sort of like, oh, it's this character, but it's in this new context almost. Okay.
2: It's it's good. Um, it's a bit over the top. The, the delivery of it. I, I know what they're going for. It's a big, grand. Yeah, thing. it's the Oscar speech. It's the Oscar speech. Yeah, but I think it would have benefited from being delivered more subtly. It's inter- so rather than. And when I close my eyes, it should have been. And when I close my eyes, and you can see what he's th- you know yeah what he's thinking about rather than this ah mm. he's tortured. It's not Shakespeare. Yeah, I know they're going broader. Yeah, but you know what I mean. I think it would benefit from being a bit more. When someone's quiet, it's the, it's more doom-laden, I mm. think, you know? Well, that's the thing. That speech is mostly um, to the backdrop
1: of silence. There's no music. No. There's no sound effect mm. in the scene. It is just Capaldi speaking. Yeah. But at that moment where he goes, and when I close my eyes, yeah, that's when the music starts to kick in. Yeah. And I think that's the moment where the speech starts to become a bit too melodramatic. Yeah. Prior to that, where it's just like, it's silence and you are listening to him. Yeah. I think it... Works. I agree. They um, they before John Hurt passed away, they gave him that speech in like at like a fan convention mm-hmm. or something when he was on stage and asked him to read out the speech. Right. Um, he hadn't seen it before, so he was like fumbling over words occasionally, but he was subtle about it. Okay. And maybe it's just because John Hurt is as well as an old man, but it does have like,
2: you know, there's a bit of weight to it. Like, yeah, gravitas. Like, yeah. Well, I I applaud it because it's anti utopian. Yes. And it's actually anti-progressive... Or pro- anti-progressivism, anyway. Okay. Um, I just want to read out bits of it. Okay. And you infer what I'm really talking about from... Oh, dear. Okay. Like every other tantrum, tantruming child in history, you don't actually know what you want. When you've killed all the bad guys and when it's all perfect and just and fair and you finally got it exactly the way you want it, what are you going to do with the people like you, the troublemakers? How are you going to protect your glorious revolution from the next one? Nobody wins for long. The wheel just keeps turning. Just going to leave that there. Yeah, I thought you would. <laughs> it's clearly relevant, right?
1: Yes, but do you think it was um,
2: intended to be taken that way? I think it was intended to be taken as an anti-kind of communist utopian. You can't correct reality. I think it's just straight up anti-war, and any implication beyond that was accidental. I don't think so. I don't. Think, they weren't talking about Black Lives Matter, obviously.
1: No. no, and I'm not saying like, oh, it's it's even it's. Slightly against the left, therefore it can't be correct. Right. I just think that, like, no, the intention
2: is this is going to be an anti-war speech, and these points exist purely to serve that function. Well, I mean, it's not necessarily anti-left; it is anti-progressivism. Yeah. But I mean, this could you could apply this to the far right as well. Oh yeah. But I, I, I that this thing about cleansing reality and like, what are you going to do with people like you, trouble? That is distinctly anti-communist. Okay. I'm not saying that, like, that's right, an anti-communist thing it feels more specific than just the vague anti-war thing okay do you know what I mean okay because it's not just people die people die it's um, when you've got rid of this person and this person and this person what are you going to do with you you know that yeah. sort of. I've got another quote here when you fire that first shot no matter how right you feel you have no idea who's going to die you don't know whose children are going to scream and burn how much blood will spill um, until everybody does what they were always going to have to do from the very beginning sit down and talk Again, that feels
1: yes. relevant. That moment I really like in the speech.
2: Yeah, him, sit down and
1: talk. Him shouting that feels right. Yes. Because the camera pulls away to a wide shot as well, mm. so we get a real sense of the the atmosphere in the room, yeah. the
2: way that everyone's feeling. So I think that works. Just utter... He's so tired of it. Yeah. Like, it's the same shit again and again and again. You're just going to have to talk to each other. Yeah. That felt more along the lines of how you portray someone who's x hundred years old yeah yeah. you know and I just want to, it's kind of like a pat on the back in the way but we've alluded to the articles that I wrote about what's currently going okay. on yeah, yeah. and there's something he says that resonated with something that I wrote and it felt right oh okay I wrote I may be ignored but I will continue I'm it myself now <laughs> I may be ignored but I will continue to point out the brakes on this car are faulty once the crash occurs I may be dead but at least I won't have died a hypocrite or a fool and he says after she says I won't change my mind he says to her then you will die stupid okay so that kind of clicked for me okay um right I know that he's seen kind of countless wars and infinite bloodshed and all that sort of thing what the fuck has he done he says I've done terrible things what has he done has he murdered people?
1: Well, that's the thing. He destroyed Gallifrey. But, like... But now he hasn't, because they on that in the in the 50th.
2: Okay, yeah, like, I get that. But him destroying Gallifrey wasn't like him destroying Gallifrey, right? No, it was. Yeah. Well, what did he do?
0: He did, Yeah, he destroyed the planet. Yeah, how? Well, he used that... He blew the planet up and killed everyone that was on it. Okay, he
2: didn't rape and pillage it. No, know no, know no. What I'm he
0: didn't murder
2: people. He did, but, like, do you know what I mean? There's a separation between... Well... People. You there know, is, though, isn't people it? People died because of him. Yeah, yeah, I people get who that. Who he didn't want that. to kill. But it's, died it's the because whole of him. problem, isn't it? There, there is a humans. That there, there is a distinction between I press a button and some someone somewhere dies, and you've got to kill the person. Yeah, but he talks like he's some sort of Viking, right? That do you know what I mean? Like yeah, that murdered all these people. Yeah, yeah I, I mean
0: the the, I, the implication is that before, well, the idea was before it was in the fiftieth. When he's talking about the time war, yeah, before he blows it all up, he was on the front line in that war. Oh yeah, he was right. a soldier, he did So he did kill, kill people. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, why did but he But then again, they've, they've retconned, because they retconned that in the 50th.
1: It does make it a bit hollow when he's talking about, like, oh, I've done terrible things. And the most terrible thing we know he's done has been reversed.
0: Yeah. 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 i admit um, that. Like, that is a bit... Disappointing. Why did he destroy Gallifrey? Because he saw it as the only way to end the Time War.
2: Yeah, okay. To kill both Time Lords and Dalgis. So yes.
0: he Nagasaki'd it. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay, yeah.
2: I see. Um, yeah, the kind of realist slash dark spirit of me wanted one of them to press the button. Yes. Um, obviously, nothing would have happened. No. But I dealt with that. Yeah. You know? If, uh, I get it, like after that speech, they kind of have to both step away, I guess. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like if it would have felt more real if one of them gone yeah, yeah great like maybe,
1: maybe kate steps away but yeah. the zygon presses the button Right. yeah
2: that would have felt good because then you got to deal with that
1: it would but at the same time it would feel a bit like a cop out wouldn't it they press the button but oh the box was never real it feels like yes. it feels like we're dodging consequences well. not really because you're
2: dodging consequences either way okay right? i know they make they make the choice hmm. um but you could you could have explored the consequences of right nothing happened but you pressed the button yeah um, it's like whenever you've seen a film, someone goes to kill someone and it's not loaded. Yeah. It's like, you were just going to fucking kill me. Yeah. You still got to deal
1: with that, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it annoys me that the town that's st- sort of the pivotal town within this story is Truth or Consequences. Yeah. Which is a real place in Mexico. Yeah. But it didn't actually film in Truth or Consequences. No. Nah. Why? Don't like what was the point? In, <laughs> it's not like... New York, you could probably film there. I
0: suspect that the town probably said no. Right. That is my suspicion because someone thought that out. They went to the effort yeah, of finding they out about... Found
2: truth or consequences. Like, is it right, truth we'll or consequences or is it truth and consequences? Truth or all.
0: The place is called all. Yeah. Okay. Because I've heard the expression truth and consequences before. Okay. But not all. No, yeah, the, the place in America. Is it still called truth or consequences I or they so. changed it back Yeah,
2: No, I think okay. it's still called truth or consequences. Okay i'm glad he's back to the old costume at the very
1: end okay that was good But are you glad that he's back to an actual sonic screwdriver rather than oh, those
2: stupid sunglasses i don't care about that but the sun gl- i care about the sunglasses trying to make him cool yeah uh but you know whatever yeah as long as but all that shit's gone <laughs> is the guitar good? i don't think so <sighs> it's Wait. not it's not as prominent okay
1: it's not as prominent
0: does he use it in series 10 yeah he does okay i think it's
1: the first thing we see him
0: do brilliant um, oh yeah no we, he's, he's doing it off he's kind of playing <laughs> he's it. doing it what as in like he's you hear it in another Ultimate room and song. then he kind of oh right okay yeah should we talk about
2: the Christmas uh, the Husbands of River song
1: why Why do you want to talk about the Husbands well, of River well it's
2: the,
0: the only thing I've got left to talk about
1: oh okay oh you, you completely <laughs> missed um, Heaven Sent
0: what's that the one where he punches the wall
2: I knew you'd bring that up the on.
0: Capaldi single hander yeah
2: nah Nah, cause I looked up the reviews of that yeah. and it said it's like considered one of the best episodes of the show. Yeah. Nah.
1: Well I knew you wouldn't like it. Because nah. you've proven that you have terrible taste with Doctor sure. Who. Sure. But you want to maybe explain why you didn't like I it. I just didn't
2: think anything of it. Okay. I just didn't it didn't strike me as being particularly good. Do you know the thing with Doctor Who is, it's not like here's what I didn't like about it. Yeah. It's either good or I have no opinion. Do you okay. know what I mean? For the most part. Right. It's just passing me by now. Okay. In fact, I want to ask you two to explain something to me because I I just don't pay attention anymore. Right. And that is Clara dying. Yeah. Explain all that to me. Well, she died. After she dies. Yeah. Explain that to me. You're going to have to be more specific. Well, she dies. Yes. the, The raven kills her. Yeah, yeah. After that, she's back. Explain that to me.
0: He goes into her time stream and takes her out of it, but he can only do it temporarily. Okay, So, yeah. so the
1: idea is that on Gallifrey they have this machine that allows them to extract somebody from their timeline. Okay, that'll do. Yes, that, that, I'll
0: do. Yes, I'll do. That's that's literally all it is. That, okay, but yeah. So
1: so it's it's her, but like, but yeah, he's frozen it, at the point of
0: her death, but just literally a millisecond before. It. Okay. Um, and the whole point is, is he does that? He takes her to the end of time hoping that it will restart. Yeah, the, army, no, the series doesn't. finale is just a
1: jumbled mess, generally oh, yeah, speaking. Oh, yeah. Especially since, like, it goes back to Gallifrey, but doesn't really stay there. It's not about the return to Gallifrey. It's about, like, oh, I want to get Clara back. Yeah. Which I, I, I part of me appreciate, not appreciates it. Part of me understands it. Um, But this is a big deal, the Doctor going back to his home planet for the first time in fucking decades of the show. Mm. And it's just like, oh, yeah, I guess I'm here. No, we're going to do this instead. But a typical Moffat thing, like that's a silly idea, like oh Clara is alive now, mm. she's basically immortal. Uh, but nestled within that is like a like a nice idea that they don't do anything with, and that's um, the fact she doesn't have a heartbeat. Mm. I think that's a really interesting idea. Right. Someone living without a heartbeat. Is it? Well, yeah, because he says like Clara says, there's something wrong with my hearing. Right. Um, and the doctor says there's a sound that you hear every day of your life. That you've learned to tune out and that's your heartbeat mm. and now your heart isn't beating you share that absence right like that's a nice idea I don't I
2: admittedly I don't know where you could take no, that but it's disappointing thing. that that's brushed over that yeah it's a nice idea yeah, yeah. but yeah I don't know like it, it's a concept that could have been explored necessarily mm. it does feel like a detail that's cool yeah do you know what I mean yeah, yeah.
1: Um and I think that it was a mistake Bringing Clara back, basically. Yeah. Because the. the Is it fair to say that the thrust of Series 9 is that Clara is basically becoming the Doctor? Oh, I don't know. Is it? Yes, it is. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Okay. That yeah. is the point. Okay. He calls her out on it in right. Under the Lake. It's not under. I, I'm being careful not to say Under the Silver Lake, but the episode is. <laughs> it cool. is under the lake, yeah. It is under the lake. Um, he basically says to Clara, just so you know, there's only room in this TARDIS for one Doctor, so mm. cut out this bullshit of right. being the Doctor. And she's like, oh, all right, okay. And yeah, so in Face the Raven, she takes the tattoo from Rigsy, because hmm. the tattoo is counting down, and when the tattoo reaches zero, the raven will kill him. Yeah, yeah. This is a thing that exists. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, But again, <laughs> it, that's something stupid that I like the idea of the tattoo a tattoo that counts down. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. decent
1: idea, but that, it's that image, isn't it? It's like, oh, the image of a yeah. tattoo counting down. Yes. Oh shit, now I have to think of a
0: fucking... Because mm-hmm. it, when well, it's like in, I think it's Rush Hour 3 not a good film but I love the idea of the tattoo being t- like uh, then tattooing the thing on the head yeah yeah I really like that idea. yeah yeah um, so she takes the tattoo from Rixi
1: because she says this is what the doctor would do the doctor would um, by taking the tattoo from you it sort of buys us some more time mm. and that gets her killed yeah the fact that she's trying too hard to be the doctor gets her killed right I think that's a good way to end her okay. story yeah that's a good way of losing a companion the doctor has sort of unknowingly altered them and manipulated them into basically acting like him yeah. and that gets them killed that's a really interesting narrative thing to do because right. then you can have it's kind of what Heaven Sent is mm. as much as you don't like it that is basically what the episode don't hate is I no, not okay, but yeah. you don't like it yes. that's basically what the episode is the grief is the monster of Heaven Sent right. that's what the episode is it's him coming to terms with Clara's death he's trapped in this location yeah. that is a monument to her in a way mm-hmm. like that's what grief is and there's that line, isn't it? It's um, the day you lose someone isn't the hardest. It's all the days they stay dead. Right. So it's yeah, that's what that episode is about. And then in Hell Bent, oh, Clara's back, and she's immortal, and she has a TARDIS and a companion.
2: Yeah. What, what what's going on, What happens there then? What's going on there with with what's what's, 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 what's uh, me. a shield? a, shilder. a, a shoulder. shoulder. They're just gonna go. They're going off on adventures now, are they? Yeah. She's the Doctor, basically.
0: Which I don't like that. No, no, no. I think that's no. that's
2: bad. But no, because I was gonna say I thought she was returned to Gallifrey to die,
0: but but it was she she is but she's going the long way around. Oh, in, she's it, it,
2: gonna take her time right, yeah.
0: around Yeah. Um. What the, the thing with me? I mean, I don't like Maisie Williams in this. I don't mind her. I, I don't, I don't I, like her. I don't mind her. I think I thought she was all right in the first one. Mm. I kind of didn't like her from there. That's on. fair enough. Yeah. But I also didn't like her because at the time the series was out, I don't know if you remember this she was one of the people under consideration in in terms of the names that were being touted out as the next companion because you knew Jenna Coleman was going. Right.
1: I remember the first trailer for Series 9 coming out and the trailer ends with Maisie Williams going, what took you so long, old man? And everyone was like, oh my God, that's going to be the Doctor's daughter from that Series 4 episode. Right. Yeah. But it's not. But it's
0: not. But also, because obviously Game of Thrones was the thing, you know, Mm. big at that point. I was like, if they turn her into a new companion, I was like, I'm not going to... I didn't like her. Really didn't like that idea. But then they ha- they did that at the end, which, given what Doctor Who has done any time it's given itself an avenue, yeah, they didn't make a spin-off series out of it.
2: Well, they didn't with um, his daughter, did they? No, or uh, Strax,
1: faster Jenny. I think no. they've got a couple of audiobooks, but there's no series based right. on them. You think, no, you think but, that's but what the, they the,
0: Again, the Doctor's daughter has audios. She, yeah, does, yeah, yeah. she does have audio books
1: yeah yeah oh but they don't even uh, children and Clara don't even have that I
0: don't think so No. okay
1: alright
2: especially given it's you know identity politics yeah. tech it is weird they have yeah. done that. Doctor Who with two women yeah. yeah that's strange a woman and an immortal yeah, <laughs> yeah I didn't mind her the problem is like her introductory episode she's it's arya you liked it's Game of Thronesy yeah. times Yeah, but I so, only,
0: I've only liked her as Arya. I don't like her <laughs> yeah, anything yeah. else. But that. you know what I mean. That was yeah. the problem
2: because she, she's just Arya. Yeah. Um, I didn't. You know, she was
1: fine. I again a decent idea. A good. Do- the doctor makes somebody immortal, and they have to live with that immortality. Yeah. But that should have been the season. We get like three episodes of her. Like yeah. he turns up. Uh, in like episode two and she's like oh I barely remember you Yeah, I've had to write all my memories and diaries because I keep forgetting shit because yeah. I live forever and then her like oh I'm my role in life is going to be you go around saving people and then I stay behind and make sure that they are able to live a normal life yeah. again Yeah, that feels like a season you know it doesn't feel like three episodes within a season
2: yeah it's a bit weak as well though as a premise isn't it I like they, like they kind of they mirror each other they follow each other yeah but like oh I'm just like the PTSD support group yeah <laughs> like, I'll yeah, just talk that's to a, them after that's my glamorous role within society because you've said before the role of the companion is to look after the people yes uh, as it's happening to be fair yeah yeah but it feels like an unnecessary role like, yeah, it's yeah. Like, you're good like a follow
0: up yeah I mean I don't particularly like Face the Raven as an episode no. but I like the idea of that street that there is a place that people go to right. after dealing with yeah, the doctor. Yeah, Street. Diagon like Alley vibes. Yeah, but yeah. It's, it's that kind of thing. But I j- just... Because there probably would be a place for them. A hate club. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I saying, like, inter- intersectionality, grievance, team. Like, all the, I don't think that would... I mean, in real life, it happens. Like, all the people yeah. that, are, like, are the blacks and the, we're, all, we're all oppressed so let's band together. Yeah. I don't know in whether...
1: Well, it's just it's, it's an
2: asylum seeking street isn't it yeah like asylum in League street League of Villains I don't know they someone hate each other just as much as they hate I see the Doctor, oh yeah I like? see what you're saying yeah yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, yeah what what are we talking about <laughs> I don't know right okay let's go on to the Husbands of River song then. okay Okay.
2: I know you hate Matt Lucas generally
0: oh yes George.
2: I don't hate him generally but I, I understand why you'd hate him in this <laughs> what is he doing he's doing Matt Lucas but he, it's it's more it was Matt Lucas for kids isn't it it's yeah. just the, the, the Matt Lucas face. Yeah, and he's just Yeah, doing like the blinking <laughs> and the wide eyes, like, ooh, Yeah. <laughs> it's so, so bad I don't think these chipper family friendly Christmas specials work with Capaldi absolutely not I <laughs> don't no. know what they're doing it's such a tone especially when I was watching it back to back going from that episode to the Christmas special yeah it's such a tonal shift the mm. first
1: one as well last Christmas which we yeah. skipped over entirely Yeah. the Santa Claus episode <laughs> yeah, yeah which oh, is an Jesus. alien homage yeah Yeah. alien yeah, yeah, and yeah. the thing meets Doctor the, Who and Santa Claus what
0: yeah. the fuck yeah. yeah you don't need to say more than that <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> yeah that'll do do you know uh, Jenna Coleman was actually gonna that was gonna be a final episode last Christmas yeah I think the idea was that the doctor goes to see her as an old woman and she dies oh, yeah okay. um, it'd be
2: nice if a companion did die at some point yeah <laughs> but yeah they, they refuse to do that yeah they all fucking die they don't Rose is alive right no under, under Stephen Moffat yeah
1: Amy and dead are they dead no yeah. no an angel sends them back in time and they live a normal life
0: yeah Yeah, dead. but they end up dead in the room well everyone ends up dead eventually Eddie <laughs> no because uh, calling the, no, back to our first way, no because the way T Davis leaves it yeah Rose is still alive Martha is still alive yeah. Donna is still alive yeah yeah. and then Moffitt comes in Amy and, and Rory we, is still alive Clara is still no. alive Clara lives forever he's no. talking about Amy and Rory yeah Amy and Rory in the end, when he sees it in the day, they are dead. Nah. He cannot go back and see them. They are dead. That is done. we well, talking and about that's how that's his concern. Yeah. And then they technically speaking, they do the same with Clara. She dies, yes, she comes back, but he doesn't know the fuck she is for that period of time. But
2: I mean in that sense, all the companions are dead to him then. Because they're all no longer in his life. No,
0: but he still remembers who like Mark and and he knows that they are still. But you know what I mean?
2: I would appreciate it if they would just kill a companion and be done with it. Yeah. Like they're dead now. Dead dead. Well yeah, but technically Amy and Rory counters that no they don't I really don't think they do I can't I honestly can't remember what. well they're
1: not coming back just because we see their gravestone it doesn't mean that they're dead it means that they've lived a normal
0: life yeah but he can't ever visit them yeah but we've talked about how that's bullshit no but the point with Doctor Who when the way that the point with that death he can't what? visit Rose Rose is in a parallel dimension yeah but he gave her a doctor yeah, but that doesn't mean he can visit her. No, but he knows that she is still alive and in safe hands. Okay, but if we're, if we're talking about... If we're, if we're judging alive by
2: who he's in contact with, then they're all dead,
0: yeah. right? Yeah, no, but I'm judging it on the basis of how they were written like out of the show. Right. So when Tennant leaves, the way it's written out of the show is that Rose and all that are still alive... Doing their own thing. In, in the time in which he... In present day. Right, yeah. Just it, because they're not alive in present day doesn't mean that they that, the, the way they left the show is that they died. Yes, but the point with Moffat was that he was killing companions rather than keeping their life. Enough. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it just doesn't matter, okay?
2: Um, Eddie's wrong, we'll leave it at that. No, them. no, no. No, George, shut the fuck up. I get <laughs> where Eddie... I do genuinely get where Eddie's coming from because, yes, they, they do kind of kill Amy and Roy. We see their grave. Yes, so yes. I, I admit that. Yes, But what I've I made meant my point. was... You, you know what I was getting at. I wanted I wanted a companion to die yeah. unambiguously. Yes. <laughs> like, he's with them, they like die... Like Clara.
1: If they didn't bring Clara back, right. she would have died.
2: Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I was going to say, because I appreciated that. Yeah. That they Oh, they've killed one. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, it does feel weird that they've... They'll probably come back into it at some point, right? Who? Clara and Ashilda. No. No. No? No. No, that's the last we see of that. No, no, I, d- I don't mean... I mean in the future it's Series 4 oh who knows Yeah, I mean yeah. Captain Jack is back spoilers is he okay yeah. well there you go they could come back oh and we he
0: shows now. off 30 seconds
2: He's Matt Lucas um, the worst thing to happen to Doctor Who oh I won't go that far <laughs> uh, what is the uh, I thing to think about that well you would I'm sure you would say Donna right oh it might be stuff worse she is consistent to be fair yeah maybe it is Donna yeah I don't know what the fuck he's doing like what this the tone of this episode it's just it's the music isn't it yeah it's always the music The like what Greg Davis okay
1: <laughs> question for you both
2: <laughs> yeah why
1: hire Greg Davis one of the tallest men yeah. in showbiz and put him in a robot suit where we only ever see his head uh, and I- spend most of the episode as a disembodied head irony I uh... <laughs>
0: They, i don't know they assumed it would be funny yeah
2: okay it's, this is the problem again with doctor who it's like you, they're casting matt lucas and greg davies for the christmas special it undermines the sanctity if yeah you like, of of what that show does oh very quickly
1: before i get uh forget dan starkey the uh Sontaran man yeah he was one of the elves in
0: last christmas I oh was he okay up on that.
2: i didn't pick up on that no.
0: okay uh well you've now seen him as he truly yes. is okay
2: I don't think you like Greg Davis in this, right?
0: Well, no, I like Greg Davis. Okay, I like Greg Davis as well. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he's a good actor, even though he taught acting. No, I'm like I like him. I mean, he's all right in the Inbetweeners. Yeah. To be fair, he is pretty good in the Inbetweeners. Um, yes. But uh, he also used to be a school teacher. I was going to say yeah. he probably is just doing what he does. Um, that's in his role. In yeah. yeah. That was um, Greg Davis's role. Well. It's, it's like if they gave Rammus Ranganathan Nathan that role. Yes. He used to be a teacher. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It would make sense. But like Man
2: Down, I think, is rank.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, like after that, I like him in Task as Taskmaster. Okay and yeah, he's just posting. Like yeah, he's got on panel shows. He's yeah. got panel shows. Yeah. I'm,
2: I'm not even a massive fan of his stand-up, but I, I like him as a presence on panel I shows. I don't yes. mind
0: some of his stand-up. Yeah,
2: he's okay, but in, that, in this, I don't know what he's doing <laughs> again. I am king. What was it? Hydroflex. Yeah. Hydrof- oh, yeah. I remember the detail. Hey, it was the last thing I watched. But yeah, um, Eddie, applaud Sam. <laughs> <laughs> applaud my detail remembrance skills. Okay, I'll just layer that so it sounds like multiple people
0: clapping yeah there you go
1: um just
0: pause the recording
1: <laughs> there's uh a- I think it's a bad acting all around though like it is River Song maybe it's just because we haven't seen her in a while but she was not good in this episode no I did not like Alex Kingston I think that like the conceit of the the fact that she just doesn't recognise Capaldi like fair enough she's never seen that incana- incarnation of the Doctor yeah but the amount of hints he fucking drops she know he was the Doctor yeah you know that's irritating, and yeah, she's just too um, irritating. Yeah, too irritating. I, I, don't like I just
0: think she hadn't done it in long enough, and there was the added pressure of a people like oh, River Song's back, and B um, they had to do a story uh, which met the approval of David Tennant and Matt Smith because they both objected to the fact that she was coming back to do a story with Capaldi. <laughs> right,
1: <laughs> poor Capaldi. There's- also, have we? Didn't we like say goodbye to River Song? Wasn't that what the name of the doctor was about? Like, she kisses Matt Smith and they're like, you know, oh, I've died at this point, Matt Smith. Right. It was to tell
2: the
0: story they hadn't done.
2: It, is yeah. the idea Which
0: that. Deryllium. Yeah, yeah. It was the only story they hadn't yeah, done. Yeah,
2: Deryllium So, like, they're going to be together for 24 years, right? Yes. Is she going to die then? So, what happens? So immediately you know- after Deryllium, she goes to the library. So, you know, well, yeah, where
1: you to yeah, the yeah.
0: library and get saved, yeah. Yeah,
1: so this is the final, like, significant point in her timeline that we haven't seen. So,
2: I I, I guess I understand. Why, why doesn't she recognize him? Well, she's never seen Capaldi before. She doesn't she know who okay. this doctor is. This might get into Time UIV stuff, so I don't want to open it up too much. Okay. But, like, when she's in the li- library.
0: Yeah, in that she says, you showed up with, like, a new suit and fresh hair. So he had a hair, so, so he gets a haircut for this episode. Okay,
2: so when she's on delir- yeah, the really when she yeah, no, when she's in the library, she hasn't experienced the del- delirium yet. Yeah, shit.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's the thing she does directly before the library. So how the fuck doesn't she recognize him, then Well, because he's oh, David Tennant in the library. he's David Tennant.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, right yeah okay. because the
1: part the time this episode is the only time she ever interacts with the Capaldi. yeah 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 literally it's not that like it's trying to play, place it yeah.
2: her chronology yeah
0: yeah
1: yeah okay this is penultimate river song
0: yeah although okay. technically speaking the episode in the time of the doctor where she appears in the dream whatever it is it's fine eddie um, it's fine that is after <laughs> the that's, that's
1: that's technically not her that's like data core version yeah. when does she meet the doctor she meets him in Let's Kill Hitler okay is that what you mean the first time they interact the first time they meet yeah technically it's Let's
2: Kill Hitler and who is it in that? Matt? Matt Smith who does she fall in love with? I think it's Matt yeah, Smith yeah she gets lumbered with Capaldi that's gonna suck <laughs> it the one that she ends up with 24 years and it's Peter Capaldi no
0: it's, I, be, I, it's, a be, I, it's a better age man I, spend, match. I 24 it's years it's a better age Capaldi? match
2: yeah but you don't want to fuck him do you? No, but I've been in this company for 24 years. Yeah, but I think she wants him to sax her. George. Right, okay. To be fair, I'd, I'd do that to Alex Kingston. <laughs> Would I? Not anymore, I don't think. Oh, I, mean, yeah, I mean, realistically, yes. The question is like, <laughs> ideally. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. You know, is it Sherwood, the ro- robot of Sherwood? That's the episode, yeah, isn't Robert it? Yeah, Robot of Sherwood. Yeah. <laughs> in that episode, there's that really clunky, terrible line. Yeah when do you stop believing in impossible heroes? Yes. There's one of those in the Husbands of River Song. There's a few of those. There is, but the worst one is why are you ignoring the towers? They're ignoring me, but then you can't expect a monolith to love you back.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, when you love on. the Doctor, it's like loving the stars uh, themselves. You don't expect a sunset to love you back?
2: Yes. Oh my God. It's, I, not, I will say, it's
1: not okay. I will say, there's one moment in this episode I did genuinely like, and that's when Capaldi "Quote unquote experiences the TARDIS for the first time."
2: Oh yeah, and he's like going through the. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh
0: my
2: god!
1: And yeah, he's yeah. like screaming. That's funny. I do. I do really like that. Okay, moment. that's all I got. Okay, yeah. so you don't like the best ep? One of the best episodes of Doctor Who? No,
2: <sighs> because I just nothing it. I don't dislike yet. it. Okay. It just passed me by. It's really good. Don't draw, don't try and argue to me. Win me over <laughs> to the fact I'm not going to agree with you because I I don't even remember it. Okay. Well, you so should. there's no point you should because it's really <laughs> doing good. what you're about okay alright also yeah. if you didn't like that then we're kind of fucked
1: going forward but I knew we were because this was like your last chance this was your pro- I think I'm apart from the Cyberman episode that is to come yeah this was your last chance to like a
2: Doctor Who episode well you don't know because I, I have a weird taste No, nah, trust um, me okay you won't <laughs> you won't like it going forward yeah you won't like that do, no. do you like Heaven yeah. Sent Eddie Yes, you do. Okay, so uh, that is generally considered. I think that yes, uh, it, it, it's, I, uh, yeah, of loved. that
0: series, it's probably my favorite. Oh uh, yeah, that, the, well, the only competition yeah. is Under the Lake. I would say
1: because the Zygon invasion inversion
0: is not great. Yeah, if they'd done the story better, I would have been happy because I like Zygons. Yes, the big, big yeah. Thing.
2: At this point, right? <laughs> because I'm kind of done with it. Mm. mentally, emotionally and it's just passing me by Mm. when it's got a lot going on or convoluted I tend just to not This is sort of the one disadvantage of continuing to do this, isn't it? That
1: you've reached the point where you're so indifferent to it Mm. that there's kind of no point
2: Oh, there's no point in discussing it because you have nothing to say and you don't even remember the stuff that we're alluding to And and the point my point was going to be so when at this point there's a dumb episode. Yeah. I don't like it, but I appreciate the break. So, oh, right, the stopgap of, like, oh, I'm not having to
1: remember shit and being tangled up in, like, threads and... Yeah, It's, it's just Doctor Who taking
2: a breath for a moment. The shoulder the introduction episode, the Viking one. Oh, see, I hate that episode. Yeah, that's the thing. I knew I knew you would. Yeah. But I, I, I don't like I find, it. I find that episode
1: cringy. That's why I don't like it. Okay. I don't like it, Mm-hmm. But I knew I was with it though. I,
2: I understood what was happening for okay. the whole episode. Oh yeah,
1: how do you feel about that being the explanation for why Capaldi is Capaldi? Because
2: that episode is oh, you know, why he's
1: Capaldi. That they have to do it. They have but to again, do it feels like the one episode was it's like, oh we're doing this now. Like, yeah. Oh oh I'm gonna the reason I, I just don't want to help the Vikings fight Odin. Mm. Oh, I'm Peter Capaldi. Yeah, I'll help him fight Odin. Draconate really? Dragon. it was an afterthought a lot of this season feels like that yeah. the the bootstrap well, the bootstrap paradox opening feels like they could have done that in an earlier episode the Capaldi explanation feels like they could have done it earlier the Saigon episode feels like they could have done it earlier there's a lot of that
0: I think the I mean the reveal of why he was going why he is was it Cornelius or whatever his name was yeah it, from um, Pompeii from mm. Pompeii I think that was meant to be in series eight. I suppose, actually, yeah. That but makes... likewise, there are episodes in this which were meant to be in the series. Before. I think Sleep No More was supposed to be series eight, was it? Sleep No More was meant to be, yeah, it was Gatiss. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It was. Do, meant we, do
1: we like the Gatiss episode of the series? What was it? Sleep No More, Sleep... the found
2: footage one. Oh, no. That might be my least favourite. Okay, good. Um, yeah. I hated it. It's, that, so, it's gimmick.
0: That was yeah. meant to be his episode for last series. Yes. Yeah. And then he got asked to write about... Is last se- the series before the Ice Warriors, or was it? Some- oh no, that's series seven. Yeah, did it? it, well, it was meant to be in series eight, mm. and then got pushed. Okay. Series nine. I've yeah, got, okay,
2: I've got to confess something. Right. Ma- mainly because if <laughs> if Heaven Sent is such a loved, revered episode, mm. I don't want to come off looking like I don't get something. Okay. I didn't really watch it. Okay. I put it on. Yeah. And I wrote as as it was happening. Okay. Oh, it's your fault then. Yes. <laughs> I've done that with a few episodes, I'm okay, not going to lie. Because right. I can't I can't at this point sitting down just watching it. It's like asking too much of me. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a philistine. I just didn't watch it properly. See, part of me would like to encourage you to reconsider watching that
1: specific episode. Right,
2: I will. I will re-watch that episode. Okay. I do think it's worth giving your attention. Well, I don't really know what happened. Okay. Because as far as I know, as far as I heard, yeah. basically, was yeah. just like... I knew it was him on his own. Yeah. In this castle. And he kept jumping into the water. Yeah. Sort of all I got out of it. Okay. Really. So There's um, definitely more to it than that. Yeah, it's yeah. not like I watched it considered it and dismissed it okay I just didn't really watch it okay because I well, had stuff to do well when but, we get
1: to series 10 because yeah. I have already watched series 10 okay and I have literally no notes for it literally no notes no okay like I have like one or two notes for like a couple of episodes but most of the episodes I have literally nothing okay so we'll, we'll we'll carve out a little bit of time at the beginning of the next discussion to revisit this to revisit Heaven thing. Sent to see what you think of it okay because yeah the, that was the last Doctor Who episode that <laughs> deserved yeah. your attention, I
2: okay. think. Okay. All right, on that note, are we done? Did we, well, do we recommend Series 9? Oh, God, no. Okay.
0: Oh, God, no. <laughs> At this point, I'm not even sure I'm recommending Doctor Who.
2: Yeah, I feel That's like we've passed that point. It fucks up. It it, it colours your view of everything that came before.
1: Yeah, how can you recommend Doctor Who? Because, like, you got Series 3, but you
0: got Series 9 yeah. as well, you know. And the first uh, four... Because I tell them to watch the first four first five yeah, yeah. yeah the first and, four and or five. Before series six yeah. even yeah.
2: though there are peaks and troughs you can broadly say yeah it's like a, a decent show for the first four or five seasons yeah but yeah like you, stop. <laughs> stop
1: stop you've got to stop, definitely stop. Uh, uh, you
2: would have stopped by now I assume had uh, well, uh, were, no, we I, were we not doing the podcast he wouldn't have watched it um, I, I wouldn't have watched it had it not been for the podcast but if I did start watching it YouTube. I have a sickness, and yes. I would have watched it all. Yeah, you would right. Okay. I genuinely, I was saying to Eddie before the podcast because I try and keep on top of everything. Yeah, um, on TV, mm. basically, it's no exaggeration to say 95 percent of the stuff I watch I don't like. Okay, I spend most of my time watching things I don't enjoy. Right. Okay. Um. So I would have watched all of yeah. Doctor Who. Okay. All right. Will we will revisit Heaven Sent? Yes. Um. To relieve on that. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, bye <laughs> <laughs> See ya <laughs>